Hello there, sports fans. How are you? Welcome to our podcast. I have no idea how you found us, but that's how that goes. Um, so we're a group of guys. We're playing D&D with our kids, and then it suddenly became D&D dads, beer, dice, somewhere late on a Thursday night. Um, here's what happens. The Phil Collins intro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I just dated myself. Love that. It's classic. For sure. It's sure still it great. Well, live from Studio Pots and Pants, it is Thursday night. <laughs> is it? And oh, it is God. once again my pleasure oh. to part the veil that separates reality from the void. So spark a torch and follow me into the darkness as we return to Barovia. Barovia! Dun, dun, dun. This is so great. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Last my we left is, off. Uh, yeah, yeah, my kitchen's sweltering now because I've got like these uh, curtains up to sort of deaden the noise. <laughs> so, Put up a sound barrier? I got all these lights right. up. Yeah, so it's actually kind of hot in my kitchen right now. <laughs> Summer is going to be unbearable. What's great is his kitchen is right on the other side. Oh, sorry. See? Sorry. Yeah, we're too loud. That's where I got the shit boarded up, man. It's barricaded. Can't hear me right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's too loud. Can you ask Margo to not be so loud, please? No, no, not right now. (laughs) Welcome to the ASMR D&D show. <laughs> what's, what's funny is we actually have uh sharing walls so the side of his kitchen and the side of mine are just over the other side most people play across you know countries but we actually play on the other side of the apartment so Sides of the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, we've had times where um uh we'd be like oh i've got a beer for you to try hold on a second yeah. And, yeah. and i, I like leave the screen and then go and knock on doors and leave glasses in front of their doors and then come back to the screen Yep. Sorry, we won't, be able to, we won't be able to share with uh, have neighbors. Mm-hmm. Anyways, when we last left off, the party was knee deep in a battle with some vampire spawn. Uh, there's one spawn remaining, and it is now Malagar's turn. And you spent the last uh, last adventure uh, wandered down into the, sort of the basement below the library below Exitantra's library uh, and in search of Casimir, who had apparently wandered off one night or one morning or right. time seems to just blend into the next day uh, in this library uh, and it stretches on you. You don't actually know what time of day or, or what day it is, but you notice at one point sitting by the fire that Casimir had disappeared and uh, Esmeralda and I think Curve had stayed back um, and they, they mentioned that he had wandered off and went downstairs and that's where you guys mm-hmm. went to find him. When you went downstairs, you found him sort of in a trance, standing in front of one of those amber sarcophagi that you'd seen before. You recognize these as, um, you know, very similar in appearance to the source of Dax's and Omar's newfound powers, and as well as Adric's mace. Um, all had some strange interactions with similar artifacts. Uh, and now you had gone down there to find Casimir and were assaulted by uh, creatures that sprung from the boxes that littered the floor. There's several uh, kind of crates with dirt and kind of detritus kind of strewn around the, the basement um, and out from these pop vampire spawn and attacked you. And that's where you are. 
And um, we have uh, one left, I think. One Zab left. One mm -hmm. left, and he is right in front of uh, Curve and Turgo. Right. Yeah. That's the one that's left. Yeah. What are all the little dices out there? I don't recall them. The dice are to hold the quarters of the hammer oh, okay. So you roll it up now. <laughs> They're functional. Sorry. I thought suddenly we we're being attacked by like, you know, a hundred little six dice. I was no. doing the same thought. Like, so what's going <laughs> to pop out of that? It's like, did that happen or did I really mm -hmm. see it? Um, torches. What I, what, they're torches. There's sconces. Yeah, they're wall sconces and there's torches burning. They've got about an hour of light left. Um, what I really want is a digital battle mat. So if you'd like mount a TV horizontally and then just project like stuff from like. Yeah. yeah, it looks rad, right? Like, and you put your miniatures right on the TV screen, and then you can have like you can upload whatever map you want to it. Mm. Do you guys that still have your old TV that. that's fifty-six inches that wide? Cool. It's too <laughs> thick. It's too thick. <laughs> too thick. You can it's, put it into a table. I've seen it's those video builds. game. It's a video game TV now. Yeah. <laughs> that's just uh, we just brought that up in case there's sponsors out there that want right. to help help the yeah. cause. Yeah, I don't know if Dwarven Forge does that, or if it's like Next Level Dice or whoever does it. Mm -hmm. we, we can only wish um who's in the initiative i don't remember who was up malagar is up and adric is on deck uh, okay so malagar, malagar, is malagar. right here so oh. you kind of like you deep to the left you're bumped up against this uh, statue again once again felt drawn to it wanted to touch it just like licking the frozen pole at school Oh, yeah. uh, you were okay this time. It didn't really get in your mind at all, but you wanted to get out of the way because you accidentally cast a light spell or something like that. Yeah, some dawn. Lit up the floor, and yeah. in order to get out of that, as being a drow, that's going to be some managed ability checks and attack roll. So you got out of yep. that way. Uh, Omar's here. Dex is there. Curve, Adric, uh, Vampire Spawn. Sorry, Curve and Turgo. Uh, Adric's over there beside Esmeralda, and your friend Casimir, who is sort of facing away and staring at Sir Kong's guy. Is the Dawn column still up? I have, I have yes. a, I have an effect on Turgo, but I don't know what it is. Um, the so, the Dawn. Uh, I wrote down that the Dawn is still up under concentration with Yaxa, and it covers okay. the center room. Okay. One, okay. two. So. If Dawn is still up, my uh, I'm gonna move just a kitty corner, one square. So um, move me down, so I'm in a straight line to the target. Uh, so diagonally, I guess, down and forward one. So I'm one step away from that uh, column that's gonna mess me up. Um, sorry, column down one square. <clears throat> in addition to that, good. And um, I'm going to squint my eyes and roll with uh, disadvantage on a bow attack. I'm going to knock a, 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 an arrow and um, try to sink it into that spawn. Good. I need to find you some glasses of darkness or something. Do they make uh, them? I need sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of sunglasses. Um, so I rolled a... Oh, that is 21 to hit. That hits. Nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, Uh, eight piercing and five force. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, sounds good. 
Ah, all right. Well, how would you like to do this? Tweet. Let's hear arrows sails through the air. Uh, I'm going to slow shoot one and quick shoot the second one and just go head and body. Choo -choo. All right. So that they arrive at the same time. There you go. You shoot two arrows off consecutively, but they arrive at the same time, which is miraculous and defies the laws of physics. But <laughs> these arrows <laughs> land. One was um, a bang shot. Sword off the wall. So its head tilts back and then it gets the gut shot and it's like back down. Um, and it just kind of gets cleaved in half as these arrows just tear through its corpse, uh, its, its torso. It's been beat up already uh, and it was hanging on by only a sinew uh, and it collapses into a heap onto the ground. And then again, bursts into sort of a cloud of black uh, ash and smoke and just after it gets into the sky. And they are now dead. Adric's going to cry out, no, and he's going to try to make a swing at the dust with the mace. Just like... <laughs> go, go ahead. Okay, you can uh, roll for attack. Okay. 17. He's way over there. Um, no, Adric was, he was next to... That was Turgo. Oh, right. No, he's way off. Okay. So yeah, like, you see no. this, this black powdery dust kind of like float away. Um, and there are no more spawn. He's like, um, I never got one. Not one. And he'll be like, <laughs> talking quietly to his mace. Like, sorry, sorry. We just Next time. We killed, we killed the ones that were uh, all over Casimir, uh, uh, right? Can you kill him? Yeah, there's nothing, uh, nothing harassing Casimir. Uh, okay, he's kind of not saying much. He's just staring off into the. Uh, oh yeah. The amber. And Esmeralda kind of looks around and says, "I don't know what is wrong with him. It looks like he's right in the trance." Malagar turns around, turns and looks at the the attracting amber column again and starts yelling wizard turn off the fucking sun <laughs> right gotcha um i will drop dawn if everything looks clear okay so at that point i guess curve would see what's going on he'd be like oh oh no 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 yeah get him away get him away and he's gonna try to move towards to try to pull him and like tackle him off of that uh Kashmir, be careful of what those uh, okay Amber things say. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and at this point, as you guys are kind of speaking to him, you can just, um, somebody, whoever's closest, I guess, Adric, uh, make a perception check. Okay. Super perceptive. Uh, Wait, so Adric's on the other side of the thing. Closest person would be um, oh, Yaksa. Uh, yeah, but isn't Malagar on the other side? No, no, no. Um, I'm waiting oh, there. Oh, Kashmir. is talking to it. Gotcha. I thought Malagar was talking to his golden circuit or amber. No, I'm on the other end looking at the other one. 17 for perception. Okay, so you can sort of just pick out some of the words that he's saying. Um, and it sounds somewhat like uh, gibberish, but at the same time, you can tell. Um, yes, there's a dune. No, absolutely. And then kind of like mumbles a little bit and says, I will tell her. And all you can hear is, yes, thank you very much. I cannot wait to see her. Whoa. The words that you kind of like. Is he, do I have like a second? Is he still attached or he's still touching it? At that point, you're close enough, but he kind of like puts his hand down and turns to face you guys. What happened? We could ask you the same thing. What did you see? We came down. Oh, sorry. Uh, 
Yeah, Casimir kind of looks at you and says, well, if you're, if you're aware of the amber sarcophagi in here, uh, I was with you when you touched the first pair of them. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if I have similar goals as you and this one specific to my aims. Who are you uh, talking to? Somebody else. Uh, Adric. Adric. Adric and Casimir and Esmeralda's over there. No, yeah. uh, sorry. Casimir, who are you talking to? Who was inside the sarcophagus? Okay, yeah. so anyone that wants to know. Yeah. Let's all move. I'll keep our eyes on where those things popped out, actually. Yeah. Everybody kind of gathers around. Good question. Who was he talking to? Uh, he looks up. His name was. It, its name. Its name was Zadun. The corpse star. Oh. I have unfinished business when we make our way to Castle Ravenloft. And in order to complete this task, I need assistance. That's why I spoke to Zadun. Hmm. And I guess Curve would come up at this point and be like, is your task still the same as ours? Is your goal yes. to destroy Strahd or do you plan to make some sort of deal? He looks at you and says, Strahd will pay. Make no doubt about it. And who's so is this curve is talking to him? Yeah. Trying to mix him up. Make a perception check. Ooh. Yeah. Insight check. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Uh, perception. Perce- All right. Whatever. All right. One of these things. Hold on. This guy. Uh, well, that's going to be well, 20 the hard way, 19 plus one. Nice. All right. Like, this is um, going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it is. You get close enough uh, within range to speak to Casimir. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you, as you walk close to him, you sort of catch a whiff of the faint smell of death. It's as if there's like a corpse kind of nearby somewhere. Um, and you notice that Casimir looks somewhat like pale. Mm. He's changed okay. slightly. I have a question. Casimir, when we were coming here, you had talked about your sister. Had, um, is she buried in one of these esophagus down here? Mm. You came to avenge her. Um, are we going to find her or are we going to find her in a box? Is this, is this the AXA? Or yeah. Or yeah. AXA. It's your perceptive, aren't you? Uh, indeed, my mission revolves around my sister. For you see, she is entombed in the catacombs of Ravenloft. I thought you near said there. they were here. She is not here. Oh, no, I need to come here in order to gain a specific power so that I may someday bring her back from the dead. Hmm. That, that, so, one is, that one has started his turn. You can see it. You look at him. I think I think probably Kerr would be like looking forward and he goes, you know, you look like you've been injured by this. Allow me to like just heal you a little bit. You, you, you know, not looking your best. And he's going to reach out and yes, put his hand on, hand on his shoulder. And instead of casting lay on hands, he's going to cast uh, divine sense. And he's going to leave his hand there for a minute. So it'll see undead. Fae or fiend. You do not find. Fae. Well, he's fae. He's he's a he's a dusk elf. 
So mm-hmm. what you have okay. a sense of is that you're touching something fake. Okay. Although but, he's sickly in appearance. Okay. In that case, then I'll dump uh, five uh, to remove disease. So five lay of hands. Hopefully that'll help. It just takes a little bit longer. So he thinks there's this long pause. He kind of like sizes them up and down, like he's trying to figure out how to heal them. And then he's really trying to figure out if he's dead or not. So. Sounds good. Uh, does that do... some sort of like, you can see that he looks a little bit refreshed, but um, you know, the color of his skin is a little bit off still. And he's. Uh, yeah. So he's worth a shot. He's a little stiff. You can tell, you know, whatever yeah. kind of got on top of him. And he's yeah. a little worse for wear. All right. Fair enough. That's so Kaz, all I so can Kaz, do. So, Casimir, you've uh, received your gift and you're feeling okay? Indeed. I have gained my power, the power that I seek. And in all honesty, I've felt better, but I think there is. I can tell nothing drastically wrong. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you talking about? I don't, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay, hello. I'm, I'm curious about your uh, special power. What uh, is, it, is it? Is it something you can share with us? Is it I gonna be helpful for all of us? I seek to bring her back. I must bring Petrovna back. That's all I wish. Mm. Hmm. So this is a revivify, 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 you Raise know. It. Raise it. We can do that. Raise it. Okay. I'm not the one that's going to cast that. Just so you like. The Necronomicon all over again. Suddenly, it took 23 minutes as a ritual spell because you couldn't pronounce it properly. That Dagon will show me the path to darkness. And um, he says, Yes, I am with the ability to raise the dead or at least the one I seek to raise. Well, fair enough. Well, we have a lot to do in that castle now. Indeed we do. I think we should take a look at these boxes where these spawns popped out and see if we have some, some, get some clues. Or gold. Take a look. (laughs) We're looking for some cash and we're looking for some clues. Pocket poor. Obviously, Strahd has been here and he's harvesting some more people. Um, these are the similar spawns that we found in that uh, coffin maker shop when we were in um, back in town. Um, somebody want to make uh, insight? I do. Uh, can I assist him? You may guide or, or assistance. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, can I do guidance. I insider, insider investigation. Uh, insight. Yes. The guidance or blood? Which one is it? I'm supposed to do for. Let's see which one. Is a D4 is... to an ability check. To an ability check. Okay, guidance. Is, uh, guidance. Attack roll or right. I'm just helping to give them a Advantage in a D4 on top. What'd you get? Uh, plus Three. a D4. Let's see. <laughs> 47. Three. Three. Uh, okay. uh, I rolled it. I got an eight. Oh. And the four? All together? Yeah, that's plus eight. I nice. got an eight. Plus seven. Ooh. <laughs> wow, okay. Wait a minute. Advantage plus D4 and you got... Seven. Oh, sorry. No, my advantage? Yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. Uh, 24. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> and a four. And the other you, thing. Uh, 24. You, yes, you're able to recognize the make and craftsmanship of these particular crates. Um, okay. And do mm-hmm. remind you of something you've seen before in a similar situation where corpses burst out of crates and attacked you and tried to drain the life out of you. That was the, the, the uh, coffin maker shop when we were in town. Yeah. Same, same guy. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you, you, you have seen these before? When we first got to Barovia, the valley, we were first in, was it the town of Crex, I think? And um, a quick long story, we, we uh, found out that there were, uh, we were looking for a holy place to hide out the church. The, uh, f- the pastor told us that they were missing some bones that made the place incomplete and it wasn't a holy place yet. What and his name? Uh, uh, Father, I have it written down on one of the many pieces of paper. Tell me it's Father John Misty. Axel will remember he's really smart. Um, oh, Lucian. Um, Lucian, Lucian, right. And so there was this uh, uh, stable boy who, or not stable boy, like a, a altar boy that was helping him out and um, had stolen the bones and given them to like this guy who was working in a coffin shop. So we went and stormed the coffee, the coffin shop, all macho. Coffee and shop. Coffin, yeah, coffin, coffee shop. Um, we, shop. We were being all macho and stuff and we stormed upstairs and made this guy show us because we assumed that he had stolen the bones and we bust into this place upstairs and there's a bunch of coffins and all of a sudden, boom, all this spawn popped out. So we had one hell of a battle. Fortunately, there was windows there and the sunlight helped us, but that nice. was touch and go. That was a, that was a scary time. Nice. Okay. So cool. the, the coffins are made by the same guy, but this guy, we've, yes. we've dealt with him before um, and he is obviously under torment to do his job because of some guy is contracting him to do it but we feel that it was strawed in disguise so we feel that these spawns are all something of strad's work strad's minions strad's future army strad's you were on the right track the woodwork you see the brand of vandervoort Ooh. Burned into the side of the wood, uh, as if like you know, it's like his iron logo kind of. So these are his actual coffin. These are made by Henrik. Mm. Henrik Vandervoort. Valaki. Sorry, I missed that. No. Vander Valaki. That's where we were when we fought the right. spawn at the coffin maker. Vander. Vander Hork. Vandervoort. Hey, uh, make a little return. Trip. Well, I think he was a pawn. I think he was being forced uh, to, yeah, to do it, right? Yeah, He's, I forget what information did we have from him last week. We left was, him. He was forced to make them, and he didn't know right. that there was spawn inside. It was the the guy who gave him money to do it oh. and told him he had to. Right, and that's when we then left to go up to the abbey to check down that lead, and then we ended up in that whole thing with the yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Back on. So back to the gold search. Anything? Uh, so you're looking in some boxes. Make yeah. uh, somebody make an investigation check. In- adventuring is expensive. Absolutely. You guys have shit tons of dope. Uh, no. We gotta like turn those into some like grails to make uh, what do you call the uh, fancy Eight- feast? Eighteen. 
I you have more gish than God. Are you kidding me? Okay. I also uh, rolled an eighteen, but uh, with perce perception, seventeen. Uh, Inves investigation. Oh, no. Investigation. Oh. Inspectification. Inspectification. So you spend a few minutes kind of diggering around, diggering around uh, the crates that are busted and kind of smashed open on the floor and dirt. These were human at one point, so you, you find the you know, kind of purse, leather kind of coin purse, and rummaging around them, you find nine electrum in one, five electrum in another. And ten electrum in the third. Not uh, electrum. No, it's not. Plan. So electrum are the coins that have Strahd's right. face stamped on them. Just like Strahd, they're half as much as gold. So right. half, half a life. So we found like is, five is gold. A, is this a Doge coin? Strahd yeah. coin? Do you see how much that thing's gone up since like January? It's stupid. That and Ethereum, it's ridiculous. It can't even be real. Like, I'm just like, I don't even. <laughs> Anyways, this is not Dogecoin. It's. <laughs> um, so let's let's do a quick search for the rest of the place down here. Is there any doors? Uh, are we seeing any other staircases? Any. There's, so there's three amber. Coffins. So, yes, you, you look around and behind you, sort of in here, you see the, the golden marble staircase. Um, you've kind of dealt with the rotting crates in the middle. Um, you also notice that obviously there's alcoves to the east, west, and south. In each one of these alcoves, there is one of the amber sarcophagi that you know and love so well. Uh, yeah. There are also some cracks that have been opened up on the south wall. Like on, on, on this corner, sort of like right near curve. So I, it's not identified on the map at all, but um, basically, like right here, there's a bunch of cracks in the wall, sort of like facing south. Uh, and also, there's some clay pots. There's a clay pot against the wall over here, and also a clay pot sort of in the corner of the room over here. I want to go look at a clay pot. Mm -hmm. Break it open, get an extra heart. I'll like go look at the, the other clay pot. I'll like go look at look at the second clay pot. Jackson, clay pot. Wait, it might be the mayonnaise pot. Be careful! Don't break it. Okay. I would, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna kick the pot and knock it over. All right. Can I get a D six? Uh, D six. All right. A D six. I hit a four on a D six. Okay. Uh... You pick this clay pot up and smash it against the wall, uh, and out of the rubble, you see two potions of health. Hey, yes. thank you. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, I I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be more a little gentle, and I'm gonna tip my tip my pot over with uh, my staff. Okay, can you do a D D6 as well? <laughs> That's nice. Three. Three, okay, perfect. So uh, this one you tip over and just kind of crack the lid open. You're trying to like, Push it with your staff, and it kind of like falls over to the side and cracks open, and nine gold spill out. Oh, nice! Better than before. I was hoping that there was going to be zeros behind that digit, but mm -hmm. <laughs> those were just no. healing potions, right? We'll get there. Just yeah, basic. Uh, just potions of healing. You I may have a trickle. You may have a trickle. I think those got the drow's name all over it because I think he's a little light on the healing. 
Yeah. Anyone? Uh, what do we have? What do we have for uh, healing um, inventory? Oh yeah, is anyone hurt? I guess I could take care of that as a cleric. Uh-huh. Nope. Nope. Um, Yaxa is hurt. Yaxa, how much? I am. I or? am. Well, I'm ten points down. My my maximum hit points were reduced by fifteen. I'm uh, down a total of twenty five. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I will cure disease work on that. Can I do the lay on hands, or is that like a full long rest deal? If it's an like, exhaustion thing, um, could the healer Hadrick kind of take a look at him with the medicine check and see? Uh, that just stabilizes somebody, isn't it? Like if you like medicine. Yeah, for help stabilizing or like seeing what kind of way they're hurt or or who, disease. Who are you doing something. this to? Uh, to that hurt, right? Well, it was, yeah, he, he yeah. dropped his like maximum hit points, which is a. I'm down. Be, like, I'm down twenty five actually. Um, I'm sorry. What you're, so you're doing a medicine check to do what? Just to see if it's like a, <clears throat> if it's something that'll go away with sleep, or if it's like a poison or a you on, know rot or you? something on uh, Yaxa's <laughs> hurt. Yeah. For Yaxa, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, you can make a medicine check, sure. Okay, so that's a uh, twenty-two. Um. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So you. Uh, you got touched by one of them, right? Yeah. You well, got bit. So who got bit? Actually, I was going to say. Bit. I was yeah. going to say while we are having this conversation, I'm going to say to Adric that Casimir Curve. and Curve were also Casimir. bit. Casimir mm-hmm. and Curve and uh, and Yaxa were all bit. Yeah. So you spend a few minutes, kind of. Um, you know, like going over his neck and you see that this this she has sort of like an egregious insult on his neck it doesn't look mm-hmm. like it's spreading or anything but this is like a wound that you tell is going to be tough mm-hmm. um and you you're able to tell that so whatever hit points he lost in this battle are not coming back unless he makes a long rest okay so i think at this point Adric's going to look at everyone and he goes well i'm afraid you're all dead uh there's nothing <laughs> i can do to save you uh you're useless and you deserve to die uh but you are the cheeriest man we know. Adric. If you listen to everything I say, I might save your life. And he's going to cure light wounds on, on both of you. And I'm going to get uh, curve to do a uh, remove disease on uh, each bite wound. Uh, so that's going to eat up a bunch of uh, lay on hands points. But after a long rest, that should uh, fix the problem. Hopefully. Okay. Brent, so. you've been spending a lot of time with a lot of doctors lately, haven't you? <laughs> yeah how do you tell <laughs> look <laughs> i don't want to do this and you don't need to do this yeah. but you're going to listen to everything i'm going to tell you and you're going to do it or you're going to die right fair enough good now Check. listen to me all right. pull your pants down and put this in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> it's a different part of the internet <laughs> sure <laughs> it's not med doctor at home <laughs> take one and don't call me in the morning so uh, no one's passed uh, uh, half, so I can't give you any temporary hit points, but I will give you, uh, I think it's 3d8, right? So eight. <laughs> eight hit points plus my level, so 10, so 18. That's so perfect. both take 18. Cool. Um, so I'm, I'm up to my new max. 
Like Casmere's um, take 18 as well. So that's three Curelite wounds off. Did Curve so. lose anything when he got bit? Uh, he didn't yeah, so, lose his total, but he just went down. But he is like, he went no, down no, like 20. No, no, so. no, he did too. He got, uh, oh. he got bit. So you. Oh, I see. It went down. Yeah, to 86. Okay. So 38, 38 hit points. Casimir can't recover unless he has a long rest. There's 12 hit points that Kirk can't recover. And there's 16 uh, okay. that can't recover without a long rest. Okay, gotcha. And these guys are down. And he's down. The only thing left to uh, discover here is uh, that crack. Yeah. Ooh, I got an idea. Yes. One absolutely useless skill. Thank you, Dwarf. He's going to use his stonemason skill to get Ooh. advantage. Thank you, Dwarf. To actually see how the stone in that was cut the first time I'm ever going to use this freaking thing. So, Are you talking about the cracks? Yes. Let okay. Give me the geological uh, survey for this crack to tell me how <laughs> old it is, what sort of crystals are formed on it. I want to know. Is this an earthquake is it, or is it is an earthquake? An orc? Yeah. Is it a happy Seriously. crack? Is it a sad crack? That's a nine and plus 42 uh, and 16. So what does, what do I add to that? Is it wisdom? Please say it's wisdom. Or investigation. I think so. Is it investigate? Well, what was the, oh, investigation. Intelligence. Investigation's intelligence. Oh shit. Well, that's not so good for him. Could be history check. Make it a history check. <laughs> I'm really screwed then. Uh, the history of the rocks. It's investigation old. minus one. So 15. <laughs> you know that these rocks are made of basalt. Oh. Um, they were formed thousands yeah. of years ago when some magna magma <laughs> kind of cooled, and you can see striations and there's little flecks of gold here and there. Uh, no, so you look at the cracks uh, and you see that there's two natural openings that are kind of side by side. They're about three feet wide and eight feet high. Uh, and 10 feet deep and beyond 10 feet it kind of just gets dark you can see that these kind of go into the wall somewhere mm. well, we should blow it up i'm curious well he's going to relay all that to the team but try to make it sound like he's you know more knowledgeable than he is so he's going to try to bluff a little bit on there but he's going to say it probably goes back and uh down and around and uh it's, it's um do both cracks go to the, do both cracks go to the same place can you tell yeah, you can tell that they lead south, kind of just directly away from you. They both lead south. Through through the wall, kind of like beside each other. Hmm. Well, let's line up the people who see in the dark first, and uh, Curve and Yaxa will go at the rear, and we'll go down there and check it out. Perfect. So we oh, have some perfect. And yeah. Yes. Gloom. Should be. Um, I was thinking. Uh, the drow and the rogue first, and the two dwarves second. Actually, I'll be in line. Are we going to split the party and go down two different cracks and see if we can uh, meet back in the middle? That always... what, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> the gluten stalker wants to go get donuts. Yeah. Each get to each get a different you hear the sounds of your party dying between the walls. <laughs> These donuts are delicious. And you're thinking to yourself, great. Now I don't have to share. I'm glad I got a dozen. <laughs> That's just the mage. 
Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna cast something, please. Okay. Oh, cool. Awesome. What do you got? Uh, pass without a trace. We're gonna sneak in. Ooh. So that gives you what, plus ten to stealth. Plus ten to stealth in a thirty foot radius. So if we're gonna prepare with something like that before we go down the tunnel, let's tap. Can we tap our shield, our our, our breastplates? Yeah. Go for. Yeah. Turgo is gonna do that. Didn't we already? I already did that. I thought for my last battle. Didn't I? I don't, I don't no. think I did. Okay. Well then, I'll why definitely tap. Why are you guys touching your breastplates? Mm. Um, we uh, the, the celestial being that we killed. Uh, we took his weapon and his shield, and we met this really cool armor armorer um, in the, the town of Crex. And he, we helped him build a forge and helped him fire it. And he managed to make three breastplates that are once a day. Um, resistant to slashing bludgeoning and piercing damage that's cool that's a neat trick yeah it, it, it takes <laughs> uh it takes a, an action to activate it so there's many times we forget to and then don't stop when we're yeah. in the middle of it so or we go into the other room and we meet a lich and there's and he's like a friend we've tapped our armor and it's like oh man we're glowing <laughs> glowing ready for battle it's like oops so we're, okay, we're 50, so 50 right now. So who's got pass without a trace, or how, who does that affect? Uh, um, 30, 30 feet circle. So does it move with him? Yep. It's, it's yeah. centered on me. So if somebody peels out of my 30-foot radius, they are out of out of stealth. Yeah, he, he picks the people, anyone mm -hmm. within 30 feet of him. Curve's going to move to the... Curve's going to move to the very back because he's not very dexterous or stealthy with his um, okay. armor. So he wants to be at the very edge of the 30 feet so he doesn't screw up anyone else's check. <laughs> Why do I have a really bad feeling about what it, what's about to happen? I say that every room we go into. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not reaching into a box of bad guys. So hey. it, it's uh, it's nine fifty ones. What could go wrong? Yeah. Oh God, he's got the shark again. Yeah. Pulls out the dragon he's been making on the. Uh, I'm <laughs> no, I'm I'm off limits now for that stuff. I have to get my own printer now. Oh, it's all that's done. One the, that's one of the drawbacks of uh, uh, pulling out uh, is I can't really. I mean, I still do stuff for them, but I'm uh, can't really make stuff there anymore. Oh, too bad. Yeah. But I'm gonna get you get like printers for three hundred bucks. I'm gonna get one of those guys in the little bit to do a good job. Yeah. We still haven't killed everything else you've made already. Still have not. No, and I mm -hmm. need uh, we need like a, a three or four beholder encounter. Mm-hmm. Because one's uh, not enough. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what we're right. Doing. We'll put like if they're all wrapped in tinfoil, then the magic will just bounce off each other and like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah. uh, what was the stealth roll for? Uh, let's get one for Omar, Malagar, Turgo, and Adric. Each of stealth rolls plus ten, everybody. Okay, I'll wow. roll for I'll roll for uh, um, Omar. Omar's got oh. plus eleven. 
Omar's got plus 11. Yeah, for his stealthy, stealth. stealthy, yeah, plus 11, plus 10, so, so plus 21. Uh, he, he rolled 40. Wow, that's pretty stealthy. Nice. 19 <laughs> so, plus 21, that's the I've highest never, roll I've ever rolled. Me too, that's so, yeah, I was going to say, he's melted into oblivion, and it's almost <laughs> as if he was never there. Fuck, is he still here? Um, and then, so, what are the others? <laughs> oh, right, does anybody uh, have 30, to be stealthy? 30 a turco turco rolled a, tw- a natural twenty. That's awesome. Stealth. Adric rolled a twenty-two and curve. Uh, ooh. Ooh. So turco is a thirty-six. Curve rolled a. As me. Curve rolled an uh oh ten, eleven. But plus Gashmere. we get ten onto those, right? So thirty and twenty-one. Oh, good boys. Thanks for hot today. Pretty stealthy. Uh, 33. Good. So you all kind of, uh, you go, each each column goes down one of the cracks and you kind of like move slowly through this darkness about 30 feet into the wall. The cracks kind of lead. Um, at the front, you have the two uh, two night vision-y guys. Uh, so you have Omar and Melga and kind of like relaying messages back to you. Uh, and you come through these cracks and, and meet each other on the other side. They kind of reconnect into sort of a large room, um, 50, 50 foot square room. Uh, and immediately you kind of like pop out into this little alcove again, like right here, this is the alcove. Um, and in the center of the alcove, find uh, a very familiar looking statue. Looks like this. Standing there, that? I can't see. Standing it. there silently, kind of not moving, um, and it looks like a giant, sort of eight-armed, metallic kind of, kind of bird statue, uh, and it has all these sword scabbards, kind of just like placed around it, uh, wrapped around it's its body. Frozen in time, just kind of like standing there, not doing anything. You all kind of are able to get you, you come out into this room, mm-hmm. um, and it does nothing because you sneak right past it. it doesn't know. All right, Malagar, don't touch. They come to life. And they've got like a ton of swords. Like mm-hmm. this thing will chop you up like 70, 80 points of damage so in one You've all walked past to make uh, Yaks to make a perception check. Perception. Uh, 17. Yeah. We fought one before and it didn't go well. As you walk past, you're able to count uh, five arms remaining on this statue. Oh, maybe this is several of them have been kind of knocked off and cracked. It looks like they're they're not there anymore. There's only five arms on this particular statue. So Curve is going to look around. All the swords are on the ground alongside. Uh, Are there five swords out there, or does each arm still have a sword in it? No, there's only. Five arms remaining, uh, and you only see five scabbards on the belt. But as you look around the rest of the room, uh, you can see that there's piles of treasure heaped against the west and east walls of the stone room. So as you look, where each one of these blue dice. Uh, 
Kind of like the big pile of coins and artifacts and sort of hmm. metallic things and knickknacks and whatnot. You see these piles of, of stuff kind of just uh, dotting the room. Uh, and then also you see this 10 foot tall statue with multiple arms uh, carved out of amber, um, just kind of like perched there in motionless lifeless and not moving or doing anything. I, kind of I'd like to say to the group, out in the center of the room. gentlemen, I think we have a fight in front of us before we get to go home with this loot. So let's get prepared. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, I'd like so, to move sorry, can you, to the can far you just, end of the room. Can you describe the room one more time? Like, so there's the one statue that had all the hands in it. And what were the blue dice again? So you, you walk through these cracks and immediately there's an alcove in front of you with this giant statue. It's not moving. You're able to see past it. And because of that, you can see the rest of the room. It's about like a 50 foot square room uh, or 50 foot by 50. Um, and then each of these blue dice represents a pile of what looks to be from where you are, like treasure and coins and cups and other jewelry and, and whatnot and stuff just kind of scattered around the room in heaps, um, almost as if this was like some storage place for treasure. Or, before, you know, before anybody moves, Turgo is going to cast Hunter's Sense and uh, do identify um, resistances, immunities, and vulnerabilities on this beast, on this thing. Uh, so this is, yeah, you get the sense it has resistance to cold, fire, lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non-magical attacks. Sorry, cold. What fire, am I going to do? Cold, fire, and lightning. Lightning. Nothing. Hmm? Bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. Well, we don't see anything other than the piles of treasure. And this busted up statue. Yeah, no doors, yeah. no other. Oh, actually, no, sorry. Uh, take that back. Do you, uh, do you see a door to the south? Door to the south. See that? Yep. Uh, so there's a door in the south, and then that's the only other exit or entryway into this room besides the cracks that you uh, snuck through to get into this room. So, uh, so I'm going to pass that on. Um, mm -hmm. Does that mean silver weapons would work on this? Magic resistance, yeah. Silver overcomes magic resistance. Or resistance to non-magical weapons. Okay. In our story. Mm -hmm. So I would like, from a Yax's perspective and Turgo, to start moving like 30 feet back to that end, the south end so of the room. Down here, Yax and Turgo. So where would you guys like to uh, position yourselves? Omar should go to the ceiling. Sure. Go to the uh, wall and climb. Kind of like walks over the wall. Through Miss 30 feet high, so he's able to kind of climb up and just kind of lurk in a corner uh, way up here. I should get some sort of acrylic pieces that you can just mount with my eye on. So if anybody has acrylic tubing at work, mm. I'd love to have some. Maybe uh, some corks. Omar is safely at the wall. Uh, so we're setting up for a battle here. Right. Uh, yeah, not knowing what's coming in. Just into okay. battle positions. Where where Turgo you guys says to Malagar, do you have silver arrows? Because I have a crossbow with silver bolts. 
unless the uh, benevolent DM wants to grant me something that uh, could benefit me in this moment. I have nothing but plain Jane weapons. I've been a ranger on the land for many years without contact in any cities. Mm. Then you hear Esmeralda kind of mention, where, where did we get silver arrows last time? Our blacksmith, yeah. Yeah. The blacksmith. Yes, that's right. Carmen von Goller. Yeah. Carmen von Glorian back in Valaki. I'm sure if you were to bring him appropriate silver, he'd be able to make you as many arrow tips as you want. Good. In this and moment, I have it, she kind of like walks past you and kind of like kind of walks over to one of the gold piles and starts looking at it. And where are you going? What are you doing? Statue hasn't done anything. It's just kind of still hanging out there. You guys are just walking around the room. Nothing mm -hmm. else in there. Um, I just kind of cast really quick um, bless uh, at a higher level. Okay. Uh, second. So that would be so remember concentration D4. How many people can you do that to? It's like uh, every level it's an extra one. Yeah, let me just pull it up here real quick. And they're going to be within 30 feet of you. So they have to be within 30, so I need to move to get them within 30. So well, I mean, I... You, could, you could cast them and you guys can disperse or whatever, but in order for it to hold, it has to be within 30 feet of you. So definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. So if they like spread out, they're not going to be able to. They Second or how you can cast kind of one additional remain, slot. Remain around you, right? So it gives three, doesn't it? First level yeah, three. three, if I cast it above second, uh, second or higher. So I cast it second, so I get four. So. Uh, okay. let's put it on, uh, uh, yeah, curve, curve, the axes are, uh, Ranger, we got, uh, uh, Malagar and Omar. Is that three or four? Sorry, say it again. So Omar, Omar's up on the ceiling. He's going to lose it. He oh, he won't get it? Oh, okay. He's up on the ceiling. He's gonna lose it. He'll be away from me. Um. Yeah. Uh. Greg and Keith, then myself, and then uh one more. I guess uh give it to. Uh, Esme. Esme. Yeah, she's really good at the fight. So this is this is bless. Yeah. So you get a D four to attack and attack roll and saving throws before the spell ends. So I just have to keep concentration up. Where are you going? And Malaga, where are you going? Sorry, so that Esmeralda Adric has it. And who else were the other two? Uh, Malaga is going to just back up and find a dark corner as okay. far away as he can. So who got yeah. blessed? Sorry. Malaga, yes, a curve and Esme. Curve. Esmeralda Adric and Malaga. Okay, so wherever you go, you can stay within 30 feet of Adric there. So 10 point. So basically, you can go to any wall. If he stays in the center, you guys can move anywhere. So if you want to get, where do you, you want to go? Like away from the thing, or uh, are, away? Or are still up front. Uh, I'm gonna get away for a ranged attack at, at, at my 30 foot limit. Hmm. Oh, sure. How far back is I? So Turco should yeah. probably go up about 10 feet. Or is um, Malagar at the right angle? So do you figure we should all just fire at the same time? Um, yeah. 
I think uh, Curve's going to try to like sweep. Once everyone looks in good position there, he's going to try to like sweep out a couple of those swords on the ground. Because they there was like the way I see it, there's like swords on the floor that they would pick up with the five hands, or are there five hands that have swords in them already? Oh, maybe maybe. Wow. So we can kind of like this, disarm them a little bit. This is a good idea, Curve. I think you're onto something. I have two uh, thoughts. I have this feeling that as soon as we touch the treasure, it might activate the, the monster. Or, that might be something. Um, and what about our rogue stealing those swords out of the scabbards? Mm-hmm. Maybe he should try. Let's ask him. Well, excuse me. Um, do they have, where are the swords? Are there two hands or they have all five have swords or? The all five the, all five swords are in scabbards. There's still five swords that are sheathed. They're sheathed. Okay. Um, he and this thing is made out of metal or made out of stone. Uh, it looks metallic and it looks also stone. Can't really right. tell. You can just tell that it's some sort of arcane construction that it's not moving. I think Omar should try and steal one. He's up pretty good right now. I mean. He's going to have line of sight, and I'm going to be engaged. If I can pull two out, I think that would be a What's definite. Your What's your stealth? Like, can you pull it off? I have no stealth. This is going to trigger for sure. So this is just like a grab and throw and take the first hit. So yeah, but right, is uh, everyone ready? Um, Malagar, can you use a crossbow? Yeah, I can. Okay, Turgo's going to give you his crossbow with the silver bolts. Okay, I will take it. I am crossbows. And I'm going to draw my um, Angelique and light her up and one of my silver axes. All right, so you guys all draw draw your weapons. Yeah. Everybody standing at the ready? Um, Ready. Hold on, hold on one second. Silent. If I don't have any, if I don't have any, uh, if I don't have any, um, if Turkle gives away his uh, ranged weapon, I want to be on the other side of the monster from uh, from Curve if you try and steal. Maybe we'll both try and steal one at the same time. You're going to be up at the top. You'll be, you'll be close. One yep. of us is going to take the hit, but yeah, if you want to. Uh, so Turgo on one side, uh, Curve on the opposite side of the mm-hmm. monster. Over here? Yeah. Well, that crossbow, and, is there anything to it or is it a stock crossbow? Sorry. Uh, well, it's a very nice stock crossbow. <laughs> no, that's His name is Brunhild. It was made in Germany in the Kingdom of Westphalia. So it's a BMW. Um, I am going to, from Yax's perspective, I'm going to get ready with Hold Monster. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for these guys to try and steal one of the swords before I cast it. Um, let's go do a one, two, three, and we'll both try and steal swords from either side. Sounds good. Okay. In, in, in one hand, I want to hold on to my axe and my okay. uh, sword so that I can pull it out. How many, how many hands have you got, man? I got my sword and my axe in one <laughs> hand. Pick one. And, and the you're going to lose a weapon if you're going to grab something. <laughs> 
Well, one hand is holding onto two of my weapons, and one hand is free to try and steal a okay. uh, sword. The one, so that the I, one, just so you know, the one hand holding two weapons gets one attack, and it'll be at disadvantage because you have a shit ton of stuff in your hand. But you can. Okay. All right. I'll put I'll put Angelique in one hand, okay. the silver axe on my belt, and okay. I will go go. So one hand with a weapon, one hand is grabbing. Free, free, yeah. Okay, and curve. Curve has got his weapon slung, and he's just gonna like try to do the old Indiana Jones. He's like gonna try to grab, grab two at once and throw them. Okay. Oh, All right. I'm um, going for one. I need you both yeah. to make a sleight of hand check. Cool. I'm sure I'm good at that as a paladin. I sure it's not stealth. <laughs> oh, I get a oh. one. I'll take that. Ooh, Curse, seven, eight. Last here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, eight, uh, nine, ten. But I'm going to use a luck because okay. I think this is one of those moments to do it. Yep. Thirteen. That's what Plus, I got. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Oh, fifteen. If you include my sleight of hand, just just okay. fifteen. Oh, did we get blessed on this? Turgo's yeah. not blessed. Oh, Turgo so, was blessed. He wasn't. He was. Uh, no, I got Curved, Adric, Esmeralda, and uh, uh, Malgar. I rolled a thirteen. Oh. Thirteen. Okay. okay. Um, so you, Turgo, reaches out and and sort of like puts his hand on the sword and begins to pull it out of the sheath, and you hear this metallic like. <laughs> and you draw the weapon out and hold it. Curve also reaches in, uh, grabs a weapon, and then same, same song, same time, just like, <laughs> pull this thing out. You hold these, these weapons there. Back away, back away. And before you can do anything, you hear this kind of like, <laughs> and you see this thing spring to life, uh, and immediately two hands reach into the scabbers and. <laughs> Uh, so oh. both of you. Okay, so it's gonna get a shot at each of you, and then I'm gonna need you to make up? a strength check. So you can, you're not gonna be able to react to this, but mm-hmm. uh, this is a great plan. I love it. Might be able to so work. Twenty-one. We'll oh, that misses. Yeah. Uh, really? Nope. Hits. Hits on yeah. me. <laughs> okay. And fifteen on. There uh, go. Oh, 15 misses. Nice. Okay. So, deflection uh, with the axe. So, the first slash against Turgo kind of like whiffs high. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the second cut made uh, against Curve is going to hit. Uh, okay. You'll see here we're 12 under, right? Let's see my math here. 18 slashing. Uh, against you and make a strength save. Hold on, that place gonna hurt. Both of us? No, uh, no, it missed you, so you're okay. Did did okay. we roll initiative here? No, this is a pre-hit. Oh, eleven plus four three. That is fourteen plus my strength is five. So that's pretty good. Uh, nineteen. Okay, so be able to maintain your footing. Uh, and at okay. this point, I want you all to go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Okay.
Oh, awesome. Hmm. All right, let's see. Nice. I'm just, just going to go to the washroom one sec. Let's do 10. So. Do you want me to row for Omar? Sure. He gets plus five to his initiative. 19. All right. Do you want some numbers or are you? Yeah. So 25 to 20. 20. And that is Okay. Uh, 22, 15. Uh, 22, 15. So Omar is at 19 and Curves at 15. Okay. Uh, 15 or 10. Adric's at 10. 10, 5. Five two zero. I just have to see what Keith's got. So I'm gonna go grab a beer. Um, should I tell you that I poured out the last from the keg? Um, but I didn't do it right, and it's all flat. So I've got nine bottles of flat beer, and I'm I'm oh. trying to like warm them up in the uh, the old uh, soda spray thing. It's like they taste great, but I'm missing a few steps. It's a shandy. You've made a shandy. I mean, I guess so. Maybe that's it. I need to figure Delicious. out how to get this thing fixed. I'll be back. Bye. Hey, I have I have uh, silver arrows now. That helps. Okay. I'm not I'm not stabbing people with uh, popsicle sticks anymore. <laughs> What is this construct we're uh, we're fighting? Yeah, did that come up on the uh, the hunter sense? Tell you what it is. It just it's uh, resistances, right? Or yeah, I got the resistances. And what type? Much everything. Let's see. So you have to get your friends to bring you up to speed on what they see because you've seen it before in a different part of this temple. Huh. We have. Uh, as an action, you choose one creature that you immediately learn whether the creature has any features hidden from the. Like, is this a multi-headed, multi-armed? You can't that you can't surprise it. You can't get it from any angle, sort of thing. Like, uh, it's kind of like um um. Oh God, no! What's the name of the monster? They just have like it had eight arms and eight scimitars all made of this metallic stone that were, and all these resistances. So he just like, when he got close to somebody, he like had eight attacks and he sliced us up. He almost killed Turgo. Okay. So if we can stay away from his huge attacks, then we, uh, we have a chance. Hold him. Okay. Hold him. I rolled good initiative. Okay. Yaxa rolled a 27 and Turco rolled 18. Good. 27. Holy cow. Mm. Uh, 
19 plus 8. Sorry, what did Turgo get? 27. Turgo. Oh, sorry, Turgo is 18. Okay. All right. Uh, Yaxa, you're up. On two. Um, Malagar, as a war mage, um, I have this tactical wit where I get to add my intelligence modifier to um, my uh, initiative bonus. And his intelligence. Uh, and his intelligence is plus five, so that helps. Okay, I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'm gonna cast hold monster. Same thing you have the, for the gloom stalker, right? For. For wisdom. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-one. Wisdom. Uh, it's yes. Okay, well that didn't work. Is that safe? Yep, had to hit a nineteen. <laughs> Ouch! Hit a spizzle. Of uh, arcane energy. Uh, Malagar is on deck. Anything else? Bonus cantrip. That's it. The girl throw some guano at it. No, okay, Malagar. You not doing anything past that? Uh, that's all I got, man. Oh God. Okay. Um. Well, I will use my um, my first round attack kind of thing, my ability that lets me do a um, bunch of stuff in the first round. So I'm going to um, presume that the crossbow is loaded. Can I do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. And I will shoot the crossbow at him. Okay. So that's a D20. Uh... 10 plus 10, 20 to hit. That misses. Ouch. Your arrow just kind of like bounces mm. off its shoulder and glances off into the far corner of the room. 20. Okay, I get an, another Ouch. attack. Yeah. I got, another... uh, oh, wait. Check, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Bless. So roll your D4. Roll. roll. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, 20. That, uh, I forgot about the bless. Don't Lord. forget about the blessings. Don't forget the bless. D4. See what Start else on. you get. There's a 20. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Sorry. Yeah, add, the, add the D4 to 20. Uh, standby. I picked up a 1 on a D4. 21. 21 misses. That still misses. Uh, okay, roll the second I, one. Roll the second one. Though. Was it worth a try? At the last second. second, you saw it kind of just like, like as if it had ungodly speed, just kind of. Another second attack. Uh, that is a standby. Uh, Twenty-three to hit. Twenty-six to hit. Sorry. Okay. And that's blessed as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's Anyways, blessed in there. Yep. Regardless, that hits absolutely. Okay. Uh, crossbow okay. is one d eight, I think. Okay. Silver bolts, right? Yep. Uh, plus four. Uh, 16 to hit plus a d8 for my second attack. Um, 16. 16 plus 7. Okay, 23. That hits for sure. Wait, wait, wait. That's the damage? That's the damage. 23 damage. 23. Okay, perfect. Nice. Nice. This arrow finds its mark uh, and buries deep. Good. How much again? 28? Uh, 23 
for my second. Nice. That's, okay, that's Malagar. Uh, I have more. Oh boy. Nice. Sorry, but I have more. Uh, um, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Uh, so I will, um, I will make an incantation that will drop a 20 foot cube on top of the target, and it will outline the target with a violet light. If he makes a saving throw, a Dex saving throw of 14. Dex. Come on, hit. It's 14. Oh. Oh, so I missed? Okay. And just saves. Just saves. Just saves. Bless oh, work that on that, too. That would have been so good. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, I am, um, I am just going to... I'm just gonna do nothing. I'm going to reload and sit back. Good night, Marlo. That's good. Okay, so you uh, kind of peel off. Omar is uh, is now up, and he could get advantage from where he is um, because you guys are engaged. So he'll be able to make a sneak attack. Uh, I think at this point he's just gonna uh, shoot arrow. Uh, Here's his cool dagger. Bummer, bummer. Here's a plus one dagger, but he will. Uh, so it's out of range, isn't it? 20, well, within 10 feet. No, it's not out of range quite. I think 60 feet, maybe, for dagger. Or... Oh, it's um, 30. 30. Okay, yeah, I'll use that already for his dagger, but he has a short bow. So he can shoot an arrow at it and then hopefully get his. Uh, Hit okay, 26 to hit that hits. Uh, for sure. Mm. Okay, it's 1d6 plus 46. Sweet, good. Divided by two, it's not magical. Uh, six, 12. Didn't he get silver arrows the same time Turgo did? 19. I don't have any mention of silver arrows. <laughs> But I don't know how. Uh, if he was I don't think he that. did, but gave him the pipes of haunting, but that's about it. And a plus one rapier. 24, uh, 12 piercing. So you, you see this kind of like flurry of two quick arrows in succession, <laughs> raining down, uh, slamming into the uh, mm -hmm. creature's shoulders. That's good. Yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Where he is, he's just going to make a stealth roll and stay hidden. He's very hidden, 21. Absolutely still hidden. Okay. Uh, that's Omar. Tur goes up. Curve is on deck. Curve is on deck. Okay. Okay. Um, with my bonus action, I'm going to cast uh, Slayer's Prey um, with uh, 
my attacks, I am going to use Angelique and Battleaxe. What does Slayer's Prey do again? Sorry. Slayer's Prey gives me um, uh, 1d4, 1d6 extra damage when I hit. It's like, uh, what's the Paladin's mark? Hunter's mark. Um, this is Slayer's Prey. Sounds good. Okay. Okay, so. Better. So I have two two attacks. Uh, Angelique is oh 19. Um, 19 plus eleven thirty. That is gonna hit. Okay. Uh, it is two plus seven is nine, plus one d six is three. So the first one is twelve points of damage. With Angelique, sorry. Oh yeah, twelve points of damage from Angelique. Oh, you hit, hit, you hit, but not the sure. Not the, uh, the damage. Okay. Uh, okay. Sixteen plus nine, twenty-five with the axe. Okay, that definitely hits. And that's eleven points with the silver axe. Nice. Okay. There you go. Quick succession. There's silver axes cleaving into the statue and little chips of stone and kind of like metallic components busting off of it and flying away. Anything else, Turgo? Uh, no, I'm going to hold my ground. I'm going to stay right there. We're taking this okay. guy down. Sounds and... good. Uh, curve. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I should have said this first. When he attacked, my move was to cast the other sword back, um, the one that I picked up, throw it behind me to the west against the wall, and then draw my axe. That was the move to get the two attacks. Because I had pulled that out, and then he attacked me. I was like going to toss that his sword away, grab my two swords, and start swinging. Okay. So it's back against the wall, and that's sounds good. Okay. Across. So you kick that away. Uh, anything else? That's it. Okay, Curve, you're up. Esmeralda's on deck. Yeah, Curve's going to do the same sort of thing. He's got two axes in his hand, and he's just been knocked in the noggin. So he's going to throw it back, hopefully towards Omar, uh, away, so they have to get through some more people. And then uh, pulls out his sword. Bonus action. He's going to cast uh, Shield of Faith on himself. Uh, just plus two to AC. So he's up to 19. Okay. And I can't use my Channel Divinity because I used it in the last fight. So I just have to hit him um, like a regular attack. So like Regular chicken. Regular chicken. <laughs> winner, winner. Chicken dinner. So uh, two attacks. Uh, 15 and a 10 plus 9. So yeah, uh, a 19 and a 24. Uh, so the first one misses and the second one will hit. Perfect. Okay. Second one hits. Uh, okay. Hits four. Uh, six and I reroll the two for great weapons. That's 11 plus six. That's 17. Okay. 17 damage. Nice. And that's about it. I'm going to hold it there. I can't move. I can't flank him. Can I? No, without, I take another hit. So that's it for me. Okay. Yeah, so you use the, the fiery broadsword, greatsword. You still use that, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, 
come up once, miss, and on the second return, right against the side of the head, and you hear its head kind of and then it like snaps its neck forward looking at you and starts to kind of like Oh, oh, I forgot bless. For the freaking the D4 for the hit. stop forgetting blast. <laughs> I know we need those markers. We're gonna have to buy you those markers when they come out. Well, I've, I ordered some, but I'm I know. Using the, so the little white squares mean bless. Okay, so it was 19 and I missed, right? So uh, add, add three. So that's that still misses two. Okay, yeah. so 22 is 23 must be the cutoff. So for that one, you you got uh, you rolled uh, well, but at the last second you see it again, just kind of like darts out of the way for the first blow yeah. you made. That Close. Second one made it though. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, curve. It's you, Esmeralda. Can you point to Adric? He's an X, right? So, yeah, so he's in the center of the room because he's maintaining the blast. So if you concentrate on something else, I'll draw. Right. Esmeralda is... So hard with two characters. Know what we were thinking. <laughs> I'm I'm doing great with one. Yeah. Well, originally there was just the two of us, so we needed two characters each. <laughs> just the two of us. We can fake it if we try. <laughs> oh, and I use the channel divinity for Adric too. I've only got one left. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, yeah. So Esmeralda kind of just turns and faces it, looks at it, reaches into her pocket, pulls out a caterpillar's cocoon and starts crunching it together and looks directly at this creature and just kind of goes... Oh, she's going to change it. Polymorph it. Mark. And you see this kind of like arcane whiff of uh, energy is kind of like twisting through the room and it looks like it just kind of like slams against it and dissipate, dissipates into the, uh, the sky. It's an arcane quit. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's that. Is about it for her. That's it. Uh, uh, Adric, yeah. Casimir is on deck. Adric. Okay. Um, Adric's going to use. Uh, he's just going to move. Uh, let me see. Five uh, diagonal. So uh, closer to the creature. So get a straight line of sight on him. And uh, guiding bolt, king, king rook five. You got it. So I'm I'm not within range of him hitting me, but I've got a good line of sight, and I want to do a big guiding bolt at okay. level three. Let her rip. So uh, let her rip. Let her rip. Let her rip, boy. Okay, let me just pull that up. Do do do. I'll make sure I got it. Do do. 
Okay, higher level, second level or higher damage increased by 1d6. So two extra d6s for it. Put those aside, because I'm going to hit. You know what's going to happen, right? We'll see. Is that an attack roll? Uh, it was a spell attack, yeah. So, uh, so I get okay. plus two. Come on, okay. hit. Uh, 17 plus 10, uh, 27. And that's a spell attack. Yes. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Okay. That's gonna hit. Yes. Okay. 4d6 plus another 2d6. Oh, and, what? Yep. 4d6 radiant damage. And the next attack rolled against this target uh, before the end of your next turn has advantage. The mystical dim energy fucks it up. So it's only the next attack that has advantage, not yeah, like the whole just, round? Just, just one. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's good. Yep. That's a lot of sixes. Okay. It's uh, good. Is there six of them? No, no, not that good. But before, <laughs> uh, so, uh, now you've messed me up. Hold on. 24, six, uh, uh, 31. 31 Ooh, damage. Nice. Oh. But it so earned a big bolt. one. This bolt rips flying through the air, uh, smashing against the side of the creature, and you can tell that it's it's wounded by this. Just the flames yeah. kind of erupt up its side and radiates. <laughs> you see all the arms kind of like. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else, Edric? Uh, I think that's it. I don't think he wants to do. I also realized we didn't do a short rest. I have no like level five spells, so I've uh, uh, I burned a bunch of stuff on the last time. So better not, not suck. Not so good. Okay, so he's happy there. Sure. Casimir is his turn. I feel like every time I try to come up with a plan at this point in the battle by the time it gets to my turn it's completely flushed so yeah well i <laughs> yeah. I, I made a plan and then you mm. said we didn't have a rest so i don't have any more level five slots yeah oh, i'm like oopsies the american fog of war plan yeah what do you mean we have to like think ahead <laughs> no once you get into battle everything all the, all all well laid plans are out the window yep we had a plan Shit, what does that do? I have a staff of frost. I don't even remember what that does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we gave on. him that, that thing that was oh, shit, man, really good. It makes shit, Dairy man. Queen wizards. That's actually a pretty good staff, man. Hold yeah, on. there was a couple of ice things that it did that could like, uh, <laughs> mess them up. Yeah, no, I want ice cream. Um, we are, we're going to get that back. back. We're going to get that back. <laughs> you already got like a giant black staff. Nope, but <laughs> just think about what we can. Do yeah. Sell that for. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I have a pond crossbow right now. <laughs> we'll go shopping. Don't worry. Did I send you that? Uh, well, he's looking for spells. Um, the guide for the Grimm's players. Grim, Grimm's players guide. Yeah, the yeah for sure. That looks awesome. Right in the in that. the weapons category, they have a uh, crossbow that'll cost seven hundred and fifty gold. Um, that uh, is got a repeater magazine on it, so you get to take two shots, or you get an oh, extra shot. That. 
Keith's life goal is to have two shots with a crossbow in any given turn. Yeah. He's been <laughs> mentioning really, it for yeah. months. So <laughs> about nine. Did you make crossbow proficient? For, uh, there's a crossbow uh, uh, ability that lets you to... Proficiency. There you go. Ability. So, it's the ability that lets you ignore reloading. Right. Her, uh, you hear Casimir kind of yell out, yeah. you're all in the way! And then he whips a little dagger, because that's the only thing he can do without hurting everybody else. And he throws it across the room at this statue. This is like the shittiest attack ever. In our defense, I'm in the way. In our defense, none of yeah. us knew about crossbow reloading when we started playing this game. <laughs> so this our learning curve has been pretty steep. <laughs> this dagger kind of just skips off of the statue and bounces off the Ouch. corner. No. Uh, now, now he's got nothing. Um, he's at that point, it is now the creature's turn. Uh, and since it is engaged with both curve and Turgo, it is just going to start cleaving at these two targets in front of it. Okay, so how many weapons does it have and how many fists does it have? It has five arms. Okay, but, and? It has five weapons and three of them are swords. Three are swords. Unarmed okay. strikes to sword. Oh. Yeah, especially with this bucker. Um, okay, so um, again, hopefully. Uh, 18 against uh, Turgo. That hits. Okay, so that's going to hit. Uh, 20 against Turgo. That hits. 18 against Curve. Uh, that misses. Shield of Faith. This is, uh, 21 against Curve. Mm, that hits. Okay, and 21. Has curve again. Okay, so um, a slash and a punch. So it kind of like it uses it sort of and then connects with the, sort, of a, sort of a hook. So okay. slash punch to curve and slash punch to Turgo, both of you up in front. Um, can obviously only make three sword attacks, but it does have two hands. Uh, open. So, to Turgo. Uh, so that's, he only has two swords left. Yeah, he's holding no, he's holding three, but one of the missed. Gotcha. Three swords, right? So two went two, off the uh, field of faith. Yeah, Man, six, nine, never ten. knew that two AC would be a lifesaver at this point. Uh, How, so we managed to. He has five arms, and we stole three swords. Two. Two swords. Each grab oh. a sword. No, I grabbed two. Because mm -hmm. I grabbed, I had both hands, right? Did mm -hmm. I miss on one? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. You got two swords. <laughs> okay, got gotcha. Two swords in total. Oh, so the one sword didn't work, or because I had two hands free, and then I because I went to grab them and I went to throw them both. I got right. It was, it was too that's, confusing. That's twice as much stuff as what Turgo did. Oh, all right. <clears throat> yeah. So okay, right. uh, thirteen slashing and uh, one bludgeoning to Turgo. <laughs> Okay, so, I'll so take I take, so I take and... that. So I take that as fourteen, and then I divide it in half because I have my breastplate on, of resistance nice. to slashing. Uh, so that would be non-magical. These are magical attacks. Oh, what shit! Yeah. Really? Yeah, the armor only does non-magical. 
It's like it's like raging. Son right? of a bitch. We really didn't think this armor through, did we? Mistakes were made. That was really expensive stuff. It was really. Um, it took us like and, a lot to make this, and now we're, we're regretting the choice at this moment. Well, it's like being able to rage once a day or once right. a fight. You know, yeah. for for fight. Uh, okay, and then same thing. Same thing to curve miraculously. The exact same dice rolls. Uh, Fourteen. Sorry. Uh, Ten. Thirteen slashing uh, and one bludgeoning to curve. Fourteen. All right, I will happily take that. Better than what I thought was going to happen. That was, <laughs> yes, that was boom, 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 boom. Uh, and that's it. And now it's Yax's turn. Ouch. Okay. Who's up after the Axis? What's the uh -huh. order? It's Yaxa then. Yaxa and Malaga. Okay. When someone is uh, enlarged, do they get to advantage on their, uh, when it says advantage on strength checks, does that mean they get to advantage on attacks that use strength? Uh, it's not a check. Tap roll on an ability check are different things. But let's see, enlarge. Well, you get another plus 1d4 to your uh, damage to your weapon. But I think you, uh, that's good. Advantage yeah. to strength yeah. checks. 1d4, this is damage, yeah. Not, not advantage on the attack. Um, I'm wondering if that's worth it. Probably not. I mean, he's... It's like if you want to start wrestling something. Yeah, I mean, I could try. Well, other than that, I try and do some damage. Um, okay, so sorry, thanks for that time to check. I am going to pull out um, my little uh, my my little diamond, and I'm going to conjure up the chromatic orb. I'm going to pitch it at the guy from where I'm at, and I am going to. Um, Put it in uh, acid damage. All right, is that a dex throw or is that an attack roll? I can't remember. Uh, it's a dex. Uh, it's an attack roll. So 14 plus 11, 25. Hit. 3 8. Mm -hmm. um, is it over? Yes, it's an evocation. So 3d8 is 4, 6, and 3 is 13 plus, plus 5, 19 points of acid damage. All right. So this uh, chromatic orb kind of like blasts out of your hands and, and right across the room. And it looks as if somebody threw like a water balloon full of caustic acid that just bursts and whoosh, whoosh, you see smoke and sort of it's like hissing oh. and the skin is bubbling and boiling where it hit. Is that uh, 15? Is that what you said? 19. Sorry, okay. did the first attack on him get uh, advantage? Because I forgot we had uh, guiding bolt on that. But was that uh, oh. that was back a bit, right? 
That would have been the next attack. Who, who cast that? That was Adric? That was Adric. So Casimir's, Adric? okay, Casimir's dagger would have had uh, advantage. Oh, shoot. Um, okay, well, it's something. I just used the bless on uh, Yaxa's damage and got a plus four. So nice. Uh, 23. Yaxa's not blessed. It was either Yaxa or Turgo. It was neither, actually. So it was Malagar, Esmeralda, Adric, and Curve. Those were the four that were blessed. I don't think I blessed um, Adric. I think it was Curve and, and Yaxa because they were up front. Don't you? No, no, you don't have to. You can you can choose four. Fair enough. I go with 19. Adric will get the... Uh... Okay. Okay. Uh, pick one of them. Well, so I, would, I, don't, I don't know who the fourth one was spent on them. All I had well, was, I thought it was Adric. Asmeralda, Curve, uh, Malagar, and I don't know who the fourth was. Uh, it would but be I had, I had it on Adric. The up two fighters, the key, Curve and, and Yaxa, and it wasn't on Adric. I don't think he was, because uh, he's staying back right now. Okay. So we'll put it on Jargo. Okay. Okay, so 23. That's the attack? No, 23 was the acid damage. They said 19. Don't you get plus four on your damage? No, just a hit. Oh, never mind then. 19 points of damage. Okay. I already hit. Okay, uh, that's the axa. But it'll help next time you miss. There you go. Uh, Malagar, you're up. And Omar is on deck. Omar's on deck. Can you just point to the big bad evil guy? Mm. Okay, um, I would like to move three squares to the right and um, hopefully I can get a clear shot on. Is that a clear shot? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're good there. Okay, uh, crossbow is loaded and I will loose a crossbow at the target. the silver arrow what's that with the silver arrow with the silver arrow yes uh 28 to hit nice that is going oh, to good. hit finally doing something constructive mm -hmm. uh, you've been doing a lot all fights i don't know what you're talking about d8 plus four is uh <laughs> uh Five damage for that attack. Five damage for that attack. Five. <laughs> that's it? Five. That's okay. It. I rolled and... a natural one. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Oops. Sorry. Um, and I will take uh, another attack because I can do that. I take it back. You're not doing enough for the battle. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> 23 to hit. Uh, that one will hit, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Nice. Is it 22 or 23 is a cutoff? Like, Different oh. Uh oh. Another natural one for five damage. Oh, boy. oh no. What the Greg. heck? I'm going to action certain dice. Yeah, those, this Google dice is in the jail. Um, <laughs> 
what what else can I do? Uh, that is two natural ones in a row. Shit. Get out of your system. There you go. Shake it off. Shake it off. Hit refresh. Um, yeah. Yeah, hit refresh is right. Okay, I will um I will let me just see if I can do healing spirit. Let me look up the range on that. Um, healing spirit, I don't even know that one. It's 60 feet. So right. Um you're within range. I am within range. Okay. So I will cast uh, Healing Spirit, which will drop a totem, a glowing totem, right between um, the two uh, people that are taking damage right up at the front. So there's an empty square right between the big bad evil guy. And that will, there will be a, a glowing totem right there that um, will grant Anybody, oh, any this shit means. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll yeah. lay it up. Um, White ones are blessed. That's all I know. Uh, green is something. Light green is like Slayer's Prey or something. So any any creature, <laughs> any friendly creature that wa- that moves through that square, thing. Yeah. Through that orange or orange thing will uh, gain a one d six in hit points. Do they have to move? Either they can occupy it and leave it, um, but yeah. it's so once have, once per so turn they, they can. They it's, it's it's like a plus one d six if you enter and leave. But you have to move. So if they don't move, then it doesn't affect them. They have to occupy that that square either through a movement or starting or ending their turn from it. And it's only one d six, so it's not a lot, but it's something. Something. You need to move. So don't you don't you put that totem like right on top of him to give him the damage? But then I have to move off of it. No, right. it's, a, it's, it's a healing it's a totem. healing thing. It's a good thing for us. We just have oh, to like move into it. So you got you got give us instructions in six words how to use this. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Um, <laughs> touch the totem. Yeah. Uh, um, oh shit. The uh, the totem heals. Three words. There you go. There you go. Okay. You got three more. You want? To... Are you pooping? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my end of my turn. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Malgar, uh, <laughs> awesome. Omar, you're up. Turgo is on deck. Omar is up. Um, oh, it's Omar. Yeah. Who's using Omar? The guy did last time. He just shot an arrow from the dark, and that's probably what he's going to do now. Uh, might as well hold on to that fancy knife. Andrew's going to yell out to him. He's like, "Move up and throw the knife." <laughs> it's gonna do his drop. Yeah. You can climb up on the ceiling too, right? He can go up. Yeah, he higher. walks on the ceiling. Uh, isn't thirty the range though? Yeah, but you can get thirty up on on the ceiling there, can't you? Definitely not this turn. Next turn. I guess you could rain it down. Just drop, drop the swords, or drop the daggers. You know what? Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Okay, sure. So he moves, kind of skitters over. 
he gets he's 30 feet above. He's just gonna drop his daggers, just let's go. So he's got a hit with a dagger. And if he hits, then it's 2d4. That's however many extra daggers there are. He's outside of 10 feet, so he'll have to roll for each one in order for it to hit. Then you'll get to add uh, sneak attack damage because it's with advantage. Greg, so, have you seen this dagger thing? Yes. It's pretty insane. Here I am with zero magic stuff. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get something oh, we get to town. <laughs> no. No. Is it worse than two natural ones in a room? <laughs> he, he wasn't blessed. Fuck. Okay. Um, 14. Damn it. It's not then you're going to hit. So the first dagger, Spark, kind of like lances off his shoulder and careens into the corner. Not having any luck with these uh, daggers against this fucking thing. Um, and at that point, he's just going to try to remain stealthy. Mm. Uh, 22, so he's good. He's nice and hidden, kind of in the rafters above everyone. Fortunately, he did not hit. He gets a sneak um, attack, though. That's the big thing. Well, he had to hit. Yeah. When, when he does. Yeah. Sneak is glorious. Sure. The range for a dagger is 20 feet. Is it 20? Okay, so there you go. Well, it's disadvantage, case, disadvantage between 20 and 60. Oh, between 20 and 60. Okay, so, so, so he, would, he wouldn't get a sneak attack from up there with it then. Because it'll be disadvantaged for it. Right. Uh, okay. Next time. So it's climb down the wall, sneak in. Just drop. I guess. So, yeah. Hey, he can do the uh, the sky sky prick. Sky, <laughs> sky prick. <laughs> drop on him. Um, Turgo, you're up. Curve is on deck. All right. Um, so I... to review, there is a totem. So if you move away from that, you'll get six hit points or something. Yep. Yeah. One d six. One d six. You're also blessed. You've also buffed yourself somehow with the slayer's prey slayer's prey okay there you go what, three effects what's the green on curve what's he got what's that you on? did something so you're blessed and also something that gave you plus two to armor class oh yeah shield okay gotcha shield, Is of, that faith. shield yep. of faith so that's concentration uh no i don't think it was i'll double check but i think it was just a bonus action oh so that goes away after uh let me check. Good, good question. I have, I have a question on bless. Um, if you get to you do three attacks, two attacks plus a bonus attack, uh, do you get to use bless on all of them? I believe so. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shield of faith is a concentration spell to ten minutes. Oh, it is. Damn it. All right. Did you go and cast a spell? I cast I a spell. That's shocking for me. I know. What did you cast? I just get, no, I didn't cast anything else. I just did Shield of Faith. Okay. If I use Divine Smite, though, it doesn't count, does it? Well, is it an ability or a spell? It's, a, uh, it's ability, I think, for a paladin. That's not my spells. Uh... Oh, nice. I expend a spell slot, but I think it's an ability. So go with that. Because I'm going to mess him up next.
concentration. Okay. Uh, pass without a trace is gone, by the way, just in case anybody cared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to hide. <laughs> Okay, I've rolled my attacks. Are you ready for me? Sure. So uh, I rolled a 23, a 21, and a 16. The 23 hits and nothing else does. Oh, okay. So I uh, did 21 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh... So with Angelique, I'm assuming you yep. rain down a, a flurry of blows, um, three, three sharp shots. Uh, unfortunately, only one is able to connect because again, this thing nimbly dodges out of the way kind of at the last minute when you expect to hit it, even with really good hits, sometimes it just gets out of the way the last possible second. But one of those shots connects for 21 radiant damage. Um, curve. How's it looking? Uh, it's looking pretty beat up. Yeah. All right. Curve's going to move five feet into the totem. And then okay. he's going to flank around another 10 feet to kind of get to the pure side of it. So, so, so he's not going to like... Mine, move mine. Well, not, not, I'm just like moving alongside. Said flank. Well, Sure, if I can flank him, great. But so, I'd be happy with the side because you have to get in, behind it. You have to get behind it to flank it. So can I, flanking it—that's one thing. I mean, if, if I, you move, if, if I, you move, okay. you're gonna get you get popped if you move. Regardless. For how many do I get popped for one or for? Just one shot. Yeah. Okay, then I'll I'll take the one pop. I'll I'll go and get the the totem for six, and then I'll try to move around a flank and and take the. Uh, Twenty-seven attack. Twenty-seven hits. Man, he's got some. D6. He's got some advantage. I got my D six. Yep, take that up. Ten slashing. Oof. Well, that's only four, really, when you think about it. Puts you an advantage, man. That's a yeah. low cost. Right, right, right. Yeah, there you go. Worth so it. you get behind it, yeah, uh, and uh, so it gives you a pop. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what are you doing? I'm going to hit that skirt. Two hits. Pop, pop. <laughs> uh, 12 and a 15 plus 9. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Oh, and he's blessed. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> shit. Shit. Don't forget. He's well, that's only a 1. 13 and 9. Uh, 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 22. Does that hit? Nope. Uh, no. Damn it. Well, the other one definitely hits. First one whiffs. Whoosh. Yeah, and then I roll a four when it doesn't count. Great. Another one's like 37 or some bullshit. God damn it. Lots. What was the second roll? Uh, I was like a uh, 15 plus nine and then four. I got okay, on that. So, so that hits. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> I could have used the D4 on the other one. All right. I'm going to dump some smite into this bastard. So D6, what do I have left for spell? I got a second level. So do, 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 do. let me just double check. Second level smite. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, 2D8 plus one pulse 
per spell level. So 48, right? 86 and 48. Let's kill it. Ooh, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, 10, 20, and 6. 26. What kind of damage? Uh, the smite is radiant. And the other is slashing. So uh, 16 is slashing and 10 is, oh, hold on. Sorry, 2d8 plus another per spell level. So I get more d8, right? First level, second, and third. So there's another 2d8 come up. I thought you said you were casting it at second level. Yeah, so it's uh, 2d8 and then 1d8 per spell slot level. So you get one above, and two. Above something, isn't it? Oh, so it's just one more? Anyway, I'll roll one more. It's a one. Okay, so 11. Seven. 11 radiant. Okay. Uh, radiant yeah. is good. good yeah. a, good, a good shot with the, uh, mm. the sword, the glowing sword carving into it with radiance. Oh, and I'm at advantage. I'm behind, right? It would have been an advantage, yeah, the second one. The first one I can roll a second time because I just missed it, right? Uh, what did you roll? I rolled like I've got like twenty or something on it or something. It was like I have two attacks, right? You had twenty-two for your first roll. Right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So this is an advantage for the first roll because the second one hit. That's a three. No, it didn't work. Damn it. Thank you for right. letting me try. Curve. Well, curve. That's it. That's it. He's got a bonus action, but I don't think it's going to really work for him right now. So he is done. Okay. Trying again, Esmeralda. She's in her pocket and brings out another little cocoon and starts grinding it up and then kind of blows it towards this creature. I on the spell for that. Damn it. That's pockets, yeah. Uh, and again, the arcane, the arcane uh, little bubble whiff of energy kind of just dissipates uh, and does nothing to it. You hear Esmeralda kind of curse herself. Son of a bitch! Sorry, what happened? Read it again. She tried uh, casting a spell, but uh, it was able to save. And she's mad and she's cursing to herself. Okay. Seemed to penetrate this motherfucker. Anyways. <laughs> well, I'm glad she's blessed. <laughs> Hasn't really helped, has it? Oh, no, Did she not. use the bless on it? Does it count? Um... Uh, I don't think that works on on spells. Yeah, not this one. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. yeah. worth a try. Worth a try. Okay, let's uh, return Adric with Casimir on deck. All right, so Adric's going to get mad, seeing everything going on. He's going to do bonus action. He's going to whisper in. He's going to use Raven's Claw. 
So these uh, mm. blue and black swirling uh, uh, feathers and birds start swirling around his mace. And he's just going to look straight forward. And he's going to run in and jump over the totem and attack full on. So he gets six. <laughs> so is that a concentration? Uh, it is, I believe. Yeah. All right, so uh, bonus is concentration. West. Oh, shit. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Uh, what, did you, what, what did you cast? Sorry, what was it called? Uh, oh, Raven's, Raven's Claw. So it adds to attack on that. Black. But he's going to use his bonus. So, yeah. Anyway, so he lines up to hit. Uh, Jubilant Carnage plus seven. Come on. Oh. Shit, that's off the floor. Okay. Uh, oh, that's not good. 11 and seven. That's uh, 18. That misses. And this is uh, a spell? Uh, no, it's his hit. His, uh, it, okay. it doesn't yeah, fire until first, it hits. The first yeah. one misses, yep. Yeah, so uh, duck out of the way. Yeah, War God's blessing. Oof, actually, yeah, so he's going to use his channel divinity to do War God's blessing. Or, sorry, guided strike. So he adds 10 to it. But that's his last channel divinity. So that becomes 28. Oh, that was altering that. Okay, yeah, so that's. Yeah. So that's it. He is now out of uh, hit. So 2d8 plus 2d6. Oh, not so great. Two, six, nine, and uh, yeah, 13 damage. Woo. Woo. All right, so it is looking it. vastly uh, wounded, grievously wounded. Uh, did the mace Adric. do anything connecting? Did the mace do anything? Yeah. Um, other than what maces do. Just checking. Uh, you thought you heard maybe a grunt or, or something like that, kind of like, hey, what's what we're doing? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, um, that's it. Bonus, move, the rest of it. Yeah. Um, can I get off the, like, I jumped up and hit it, and can I move, like, uh, the last five to the right to get off the totem in case anyone else wants it? Sure. Um, so you move over there. Kazmir's turn now. Uh, he literally cannot do anything because it would harm everybody. <laughs> and he threw his dagger. So mm -hmm. he's, <laughs> he's going to reach, uh, reach down into the pile of coins beside him. Um, and he happens to see a sword kind of sticking out, picks the sword up and just whips it across the room at this thing. <laughs> okay. Projectile. Pocket sand. Uh, 13, not going to hit. Uh, once again, ineffective. Uh, and the sword kind of goes careening off into the side of the room, uh, clattering right. against the uh, stone tile in the floor. And now it is monster's turn. Okay, so so 20, 23 against Turgo. 
Aren't they blessed? <laughs> not anymore. No, no, Sorry. No. Um, I just want to check. Uh, but, 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 uh, yeah, no, just say okay. that. Uh, that That's hits. Natural 20 on Adric. Oh. He's got his armor. Does that help? Okay, so 19 against curve. Uh, 19 misses. His armor class is 19. Good. Uh, <laughs> is it meter beat? Oh, is um, it meter beat? No. Did he hit? No. Um, if you meet, it's uh, you gotta you gotta beat it. Sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh. So the third. So hold on. Critical so, hit on Adric. That's gonna hurt. Uh, Adric, sorry. Dwarf jumps in and then just gets Earth. knocked five feet back. <laughs> Yeah, that's Ooh, this is where yeah. he does it. He yeah. does a strength uh, plus, and then sorry. So, uh, so the second shot against curve was a critical hit, but this is going to be the unarmed strike. That's and second, oh, two critical hits in one. Well, he's just like do, 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 do. he's just kind of like going right. through the rounds. Everybody gets a shot in succession. So okay. he's hit Turgo, Adric, curve, miss. He's hit curve again. That one hit crit, and now he's going back to Adric. Oh boy. And that's going to be 27. That hits. Okay. So turbo takes. Is the punch a non-magical punch? Like, does he get resistance on that? It's, it's magical, but it's just not as like, strong as the sword. Mm -hmm. So the armor doesn't work on it, huh? Not on this. No, it doesn't resist magic. God damn it. Uh, he's a magical statue. Uh, okay, so 12 slashing to turbo. Oh, boy. He's still standing. Oh yeah, we're still in pretty good shape. Okay. Yeah, he's good. Plus four. Uh, Thirty slashing plus. Ooh. Two bludgeoning to Adric, so thirty-two. Okay. And curve gets eight punching or bludgeoning. Eight punching damage. Damage. Stabby damage. Okay. Stabby damage. So that's his five swings, uh, and that's his turn. And now it's Yax's turn, and Malagar is on deck. All right. The the acid damage seemed to do well, so I'm going to move forward about 15 feet, and I'm going to pitch uh, another uh, chromatic orb, but this time I'm going to cast it at level three. That's gonna do fun things. Um, eight. So an extra one d eight above first. So that's five d eight. So so I have bless. Here I am. Nope. Nope. I don't. I don't have bless no. now that I remembered it. This is off. Yeah. Um. Twenty two. That's to hit. Yeah. That's gonna miss. Oh. The first shot. You get more shots. Nope. It. Yeah, so the first shot misses uh, and again, just miraculously. <laughs> it's like watching John Wick or some other form of uh, in there, Keanu, Reeve, Keanu Reeves kind of just like ducking out, out of the way of the bullets. Because it kind of like overhead. Um, Malagar. Um, I will bonus action move my totem one block left right on the wizard so he can take a heal. Every time he doesn't move, 
Oh, the wizard's way back in the back near. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, uh, to the ranger. To the ranger. Um, no, I'm going to just move my, my totem one block left. The that's orange right on, block. That's right on block. top of uh, yep. Turgo. Turgo. Turgo will get that every chance that he can, every round, he will get one D6. Yeah. Okay, I'm going. My character will move uh, downstage up one, two, three, four, and right two so that I can get a shot on the big bad evil guy. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And uh, long, uh, this is a crossbow with a silver arrow. Okay. And do I have before, a... before you get there, make an acrobatics check. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Over gold. That's a fifteen. Okay. So as you go, you you sort of like kind of like walking up the side of a big pile of coins, and you lose your footing a little bit. And you stumble. So your first attack has disadvantage. Cool. Okay. That means there's lots of coins. That means enough, there's lots enough of to, coins. Enough to slip on. Good. Am, am I in flanking by chance? Uh, you have advantage because he's engaged. Mm. Okay, so straight roll? Yeah. Straight roll for the first well, advantage. advantage. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Straight roll on the first one, advantage on the second. Yeah. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Nope. That's going to miss. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my second action, uh, second attack, sorry, second attack is I'm going to attack, do the same thing again. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. This one has advantage, right? Oh, because it's. I yeah. will take advantage. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. 25 nice. For sure. Because that 22 didn't. So the 22 would have, because it was his second hit. The 22 wouldn't have, but the 22, 25 did. No, no, no. So the first the first shot, out of, like if you have multi-attack or whatever, the first one, it gets a reaction on, but successive shots done. So oh. the second one is easy, is like more likely to hit. Right? Oh. Okay. Ooh, fuck. I'll, I'll take the 25. Mm. And that is a um, Jesus Murphy. These are terrible. Uh, six damage. Do you know? Wait, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're gonna have to reroll that because uh, a heavy crossbow that I gave you does a one d ten, not one d eight. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was a light crossbow. Nope, it's a heavy. So it's one d ten. So we're okay. all one d ten. So that's why you heavy, get two. Every crossbow, you can't have like all those rat shots in around, right? Um. Well, I've I've been using bonus actions to reload. Not taking bonus actions, but what's your tell me? What's your what's your extra? What's your you dex to add onto it then? Because you should get like a. Uh, like a bonus to hit or damage with your decks, then. 
No, I've been I've been adding my my dex damage to it. I've been rolling ones and twos, guys. Oh, like boy. seriously. <laughs> um, so <laughs> a question. Yeah. Um, when you said um, I'm going to take another shot because I can do that. What's the skill that lets you take the extra round? Um, yeah, that's a second a second attack for um, for fighters or rangers at tier five. Right. Your multi, okay. Right. Yeah, you can have a second attack that will allow you to make a second attack. Mm. Right. So shoot once, reload as a bonus, and shoot again. That's that's the idea. Right. Yeah. Okay. With sure. the heavy. So then, yeah, you get to use the higher yes. damage on it, right? Okay. Make so sense. I hit on my second attack, and I can roll a d10 for that DM. Yep. Two. Uh, two. It is. It, I, no. I, I kid you not. <laughs> Greg, what's going on? Uh, so I, can't I can't see with your background, but we believe you. Sorry, it's a fucking two, guys. Oh, I rolled a fucking two. I got to roll analog, I think. Yeah, I think you need. Uh, we need some new dice for you. Uh, so you got me dice two, last time, didn't you? Yeah, two damage plus. Uh, four. So that's six damage, and that ends my turn. Please put me yeah. out of my misery. <laughs> At least loot the treasure. That's what you got. Doing. That's that's what it was from before, right? Six damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a good thing it was a bolt, not an arrow. Okay. Um, and this that is magical. You. Omar is up. Intergo is on deck. Okay, I need so, the washroom. I'll be right back. Okay. Omar is uh, he's just gonna rain down an arrow. Um, he has stick attack on this. Maybe you can maybe you can end it. So let's see. And it's advantage because it's hidden. Natural 20. All right. Crits. So shot. 56 plus Five. Oh wow. Okay. Fifty. Nineteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-four piercing damage halved. Twelve. So this this sort of like cascade of arrows just <laughs> quickly in succession rains down from from the ceiling out of seeming darkness because. Uh, Omar was well hidden, um, and the arrows find their way into the statue, and one of them kind of like shit hits into one shoulder and pins its arm. It's kind of like locked. The other one to the other side, and you can see this thing kind of like seize up and begin to get all like slow and can barely move, and it's got all these arrows kind of stabbed out of it. And it's awesome. It's hurting. Uh, Wicked. Smash him. Turbo turn. All right. Same barrage. Swing, swing, swing. Um, okay. So, um, I'm not blessed. <clears throat> so the first one is with Angelique. I rolled a 28. Yes. And the second one with the battle axe, I rolled a, a was nine, 26. Perfect. And the third one is a 18. It does not. Okay. That will not hit. Two of those hits. Okay. 
Okay, so for radiant damage, I did a 13. Oh, no. Plus seven is 20, and the other one is five. Uh, okay, so uh, with uh, Angelique, he did 20 points of radiant damage. And with a follow-up swing with the silver axe, 13 points of slashing damage. All right. How do you want to do this? Hey! Just like we've been chipping away at the statue, just like crack and just crack. Crack it in half and, and watch the top half of it just fall back, broken. Break it free of its stand and it falls back and crashes into the ground in a, in a heavy just thud, just... <clears throat> shards of it kind of like smashing into the ground as if the magic that was once animating this just kind of dissipates away and now it's just a brittle old statue again. And as it falls, the ground shakes slightly and you see sort of like dust and, and kind of like rocks kind of like tumbling on the ceiling, just kind of like <laughs> if it took like the blow of this room was yes. shook, shook by the falling of the statue. Yes. It is dead. Nice. That is cool. What I meant? No. Did I miss it? Yep, he's yep. out. Damn it. Everybody run through the totem real fast. Just go back and forth. Yeah, that's a good idea. Couple. I think I, I'm going to do that. Stand, well, I'm standing in it, so I'm gonna just going to stand there like a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Omar, Every six so, seconds, you can roll 1d6. Omar's going to flip and uh, kind of come off the ceiling and land beside you. Yes. Oh, who finished oh, them? I missed it. Turgo. Turgo. Mind you, it was that we killed him with a, a, a death by a thousand cuts. Just kept chipping good. away. Nice. Yeah. And no one dropped, which is good. Mm. Dropped. I don't even know if he hit anybody. Did he? I, think, oh, I guess I he think, did, yeah. I think the best move was sneaking up and stealing some of the swords. Yes. That yeah, was clutch. really good move. Yeah. That was smart, for sure. Thank you. Kidding. Okay, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, okay. let's Let's take, pick a pile and uh, see what's here. Curve's going to say, before anyone moves, we found one trap. There might be more. Trust nothing. Okay. All right. Let's so go check the trap on every pile. <laughs> I would hate for the whole place to show, fill up with lava or like full of gold or something. Right. Well, um, Turgo's going to stay in the little statue for a few minutes to get his uh, hit points mm-hmm. back back up. And uh, Him and Adric will be moving, or uh, Curve will be moving back and forth doing like, well, you stand in the shower, I'll stand in the shower. Yeah. And, I don't know um, if you can see this, but there's piles one, two, three, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Oh, look at that. That. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go for pile five. Yax is going to go to pile number three. Okay. Uh, so who else wants a pile? Adric will go four. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Boy, your still dropped. I guess Kirk. Curve will go one. It's right next to him. After he's done in his... Uh, Turgo will, will go to number two. Okay. And who? And Omar can go number six. Right. Um, 
Okay, so somebody made a mention about checking to see if there's traps or anything. Yeah. See. So hopefully the mage or the uh, thieves have been wandering from pile to pile to look. Who is making in. what check? I'm looking for traps. No. <laughs> okay, so I'll just go in round uh, pile one. We have curve. Um, mm. And you can see sort of like a, a pile of, of coins, um, what look to be copper. There's numerous gemstones. You can see some rusty suits of plate armor, uh, some shields that are also rusty, and what looks to be sort of a child-sized sarcophagus made of black wood that's inlaid with gold. And these are the things that you see as you stand above this pile. Oh boy. What do you do? He's gonna yell out, I'm like, I, we have a coffin. How big is it? Co child-sized coffin. Ooh. Okay, so you yell that out, and as you yell mm -hmm. out, Turgo also is standing in front of the pile, and what he sees is also a large pile of coins, kind of just like gathered around the base. Um, you see, again, numerous plates of uh, armor and ring mail and rusted breastplates kind of just strewn about um, what looks to be a, a silver rapier with a pink glass hilt. Uh, mm -hmm. Some rusty greatswords and a gilded chariot. So, like a racing chariot, sort of a crafted and in, inlaid with gold. And expensive Does it look, look, look like a child's toy or looks like an actual chariot? That's a full on chariot. Like you could hook this up oh. a horse and, and go for a ride. Okay. So, Turner go sees. It's a full size chariot. Mm -hmm. We, we missed chest. that when we came in. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to describe the treasure. Right. <laughs> oh, right. That's an elephant in the room. Sorry. Don't Turgo. talk about it. What's Turgo doing? Um, I, uh, uh, I, I think I'm going to take a look at that rapier. Great. Uh, so make a... Make a, make a sleight of hand check. 16. All right. Um, as you kind of reach into this pile, uh, immediately two iron spikes kind of dart out of the floor. Uh-oh. One of them, one of them hits you. Oh, and... You take 15 piercing damage. Ouch. I'm up, this I'm iron down. spike kind of like shoots up and just right through your elbow, just and it kind of like pins your arm for a second and disappears back into the floor. Oh, it's, it wasn't like reset. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, Omar, can you help with this trap? And I'm going to walk back to the, is your, is your, um, Oh, Greg left. Is Greg the yeah. mm, that smarts? I'm just gonna step back and hold my elbow, and let okay. Omar take care of that trap. Let's sit back yeah. for a sec. Uh, Yaxa, you're standing in front of a pile. You see again another large pile of coins. These ones look different. They all have that profile of Strahd stamped into them. Um, mm. You see numerous uh, wine bottles kind of strewn about all over the, the floor. A large number of them. Um, you also see a closed trunk, like a treasure chest kind of thing. 
uh, and some jewelry strewn about the pile um, and a little rotted wooden chest. So there's two, there's sort of a trunk and a, and a chest. And also what looked to be like painted ceramic statues of gods and, and sort of deities that you don't uh, recognize saintly figures. Uh, there's eight of these strewn about the pile as well. Hmm. How big are the statues? Uh, they're 50 pounds each, so probably about Whoa. at least four feet tall ceramic statues. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to say, uh, Omar, when you're finished with the trap there, I've got two trunks. We should probably check on opening them. And then I'm going to look at jewelry. Okay, yeah, so you're looking at that. Uh, what Omar sees in front of him is uh, this big pile of, actually, sorry, no. Uh, he sees what look to be coins, a pile of coins. Um, there's numerous iron pots that also look to be filled with coins, kind of like scattered around on the floor. Um, looks to be an obsidian scepter with gold filigree. Uh, a pile of rusty helmets, and then a bunch of um, what look to be little leather-bound tomes. Uh, so there's some books, still pile of books. So Omar sees. Jordan says, "Yep, we can uh, we can disarm the traps. Hold on." And then what Malagar sees in front of him is again a pile of coins, a large pile of coins. What look to be several crystal balls strewn about the piles. Whoa. Uh, a little bronze crown, uh, a life-sized wooden pony, and uh, a number of marble vases that look to be very heavy. Finally. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Adric. Uh, well, Adric. Oh, sorry. So I described that. Uh, Malagar, are you doing anything? Just looking over the pile. That's it. Yeah. So you stand there kind of gazing off at it. And then finally, Adric, what you see is a pile of iron ingots. So it's like raw kind of metal stock, this big pile of ingots, um, and just uh, numerous holy symbols. So like little crosses and strange, you know, twisted little iron relics and, and like these unnamed gods that you don't recognize. Um, 30 of these little holy symbols. Uh, there's 12 copper chalices, silver filigree. So this is like really nice ornate cups. Uh, there's a gilded skull with red garnets in its eye sockets. It's like really intricate, kind of like crafted skull made of um, okay. silver and gold. Uh, and then also uh, numerous war hammers and war picks. Oh boy. Uh, does, can I cast Detect Magic on any of this? Or is that a ritual? Do I need 10 minutes? <coughs> That's probably a good idea. Casting as a ritual, yeah. You can do it as a, as a ritual, right? Yes. I have it as a ritual as well. All right, I'm going to sit down and see what from this pile glows, because that skull sounds like it needs to be mine. Or at least figure it out. See, so throw up detect magic and take a look around. Yep. Um, ten minutes. But I don't know if you want to do anything else in the ten minutes before it takes to pop. But so while, while he's doing that, um, Omar can go around and disarm disarm the trap. The one trap that he knows about. Can you say what was in curves again? I missed that. So he was um, the first pal. Yep. Um, so there's a bunch of coins, uh, a bunch of gemstones. 
some rusty plate armor, rusty shields, and a child-sized sarcophagus. Right. It's black wood inlaid with gold. All right. Can he cast a uh, divine sense to see if there's an undead thing inside it, or? This is curved, Sturness, divine yeah. sense. I don't know. It's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping turns, so I can do that after. So I thought, so Adric was going to do... Yeah, Adric's doing this ritual. So, yeah, so he's he's out for 10 minutes. We'll do divine sense once his turn. Um, so he went through... Actually, it would have been your, your turn, Curve. So Adric uh, did divine sense on his turn. Hmm. Curve, it's your turn. So you did the... Uh, sorry, sorry, you did divine sense. Um, no. You don't notice anything undead. Through okay. anywhere near you guys. Um, so then can he then open the coffin or is that like a tricky thing? Um you can you can open the coffin if you like. Try. So do that. Inside. Yeah. Okay. Make a <laughs> slight hand check. <laughs> you want to do that? Is that a bad idea? <laughs> oh go for it. What could go wrong? Right. Do it, do it, do it. Slight hand. There's nothing in, undead inside it, right? So I knock a I, I knock an arrow. <laughs> I think this coffin's empty, he says. Uh, four. So five. <laughs> he can't get it open with shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, maybe uh, Omar, when you're handy, you can pop this. Uh, so as you as you kind of like you go up to this sarcophagus, this little sort of child shape coffin uh, get your fingers in there to pry it uh, and it's the minute you kind of crack this thing open on the hinges you hear this whir and the snap and like sort of like a spring unloading um and this little scimitar blade kind of just kind of like juts out of this thing right where your fingers are uh and you get 19 slashing damage um oh, and it just kind of like lops off the top of two fingers kind of whoosh. Uh, now, now your your hand is like bleeding all over the place, and your fingertips are in a pile of coins on the floor. Oh boy! <laughs> Ow! Okay, lay on hands. He's gonna try to like heal the damage, so he'll drop nineteen back into it. Okay. That leaves. But you do manage to get the thing open Dropping at this point. Six lay on hands at this point. Uh, you 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 crack the sarcophagus open, and inside of it, you see obviously the mechanism that. You know, operated this little blade, um, right. and then also what appears to be sort of a shriveled and mummified body of something smaller mm. than a human, smaller than a child, but in a child-sized coffin. It's just a small little wrapped-up thing, like a gnome or in a bundle. In a bundle, no, it's smaller than a humanoid, right? So, mm. okay. Can I do investigation? Long, I'm like, maybe. this this doesn't seem right. They're protecting a coffin for some reason. I don't understand, but anyone else have eyes on this? And they just fall over people. And I'm going to do an investigation. I'll move up and, and, and uh, aid that investigation check. Sure. Call. Uh, no. <clears throat> Great roll. Uh, 14. All right. So you spend a few minutes um, looking at this thing. You unravel the little mummified statue thing in the, in the sarcophagus. And you find that it's a cat, mummified remains of a cat. Cat? It's wrapped, wrapped up and put into this okay. sarcophagus, yeah. 
Let's curve. Okay. Turgo. You um, implored Omar to come give you a hand, I think. Yep. So uh, <clears throat> let's let's see if we can disarm those traps. Okay. I'll get rid of this pen. Slight of hand roll. So he's going to um, there we go. Five twenty-two, which is a good roll. Um, you watch as he kind of, kind of steps out onto the pile and he studies the floor a little bit, uh, and he pulls out his rapier and kind of just pushes at the floor in a certain area. And he's identified this as a little trigger, like a pressure sensor. And he pushes it, and you see these two spikes <laughs> stab up through the ground. The same two spikes that you saw. And he lifts his sword off of it, and then <laughs> they go down. Uh, he's like, ah, this one's this one's easy. Uh, and he walks over to. Uh, no, he doesn't do that. Sorry, he walks back over to the pressure plate, uh, steps on it with his foot, and as it goes, like, choo -choo, do you want me to try and break them off when they're up? Nope. Uh, he can see in this pile there's four rusted great swords. As the trap is kind of up, he grabs one of these rusted great swords and jams it into the pressure plate. Choo -choo. So that they stay up. That's good enough. Yeah, and he's able to kind of like wrench this in underneath the pressure plate and just have it stay in spot. So these spikes stay up. Okay. Do you hear that? Hear me? Yeah. Welcome to downtown, huh? <laughs> Fucking irritating. <sighs> Someone having a bad trip. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so anyways, Omar was able to jam a sword in and wrench the pressure plate. Now these spikes are kind of staying up where they are. Um, Turbo, what are you doing? He walks back. Um, so um, I am going to, um, I think I think someone else should take a look at this, uh, this silver rapier. I'm going to pass it to Adric is looking. Um, Doing Adric's the magic, out. he's doing the magic, so he's yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna put he's I'm gonna put the silver yeah. rapier over near him, and then I'm gonna take uh, close attention to the gems that are in this pile. Okay, uh, you you toss the rapier over to Adric, he catches it and starts kind of like pouring over it. Um, you are able to discern that given the size of this pile, there's probably somewhere near twelve thousand silver pieces in here on the floor in front of you. 12,000? Uh, 12, That's 000. amazing. Yeah. So you also see everything else is kind of rested and, and worn. The uh, suits of armor and the great swords that remain. Uh, you found the right arrows, And then also you see this gilded chariot, this life-size chariot, which uh, is clearly uh, a valuable piece of gold. 750 gold pieces to be exact. Uh, but again, it's a chariot. So this is a life-size Wow, how the hell will we get it out of here? Hmm. We don't need to <laughs> until we need it. It can stay here. This is our this is our domain now. Valid. Valid. Curve, about the gems? Um, Curve's gonna be I, worried about that. Sorry, so in, in Adric's pile or sorry, in Turgo's pile, there is no gems. Not in this pile. Pile one. Pile one has gems. Mm -hmm. 
this pile has the solar pieces, the uh, rapier, and the chariot. And the other okay. stuff's junk. Okay. Okay. So that's Adric, uh, Yaxa, or sorry, Kargo. Uh, okay, so Yax is going to go through his coins and wine bottles, jewelry, trunk, 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 chest. Diving right in, eh? Okay, go ahead and make a sleight of uh, hand. Well, I, I, think, um, I think Omar, we called Omar to do the trunk and the chest to open it, check it for traps. State it. Uh, so he came over to help you as well. Um, Omar, you're the best. Going to make mm -hmm. a hand. Uh, and you watch Omar sort of look at the floor, floor quizzically and sort of use his rapier and poke it around. Um, he's not finding anything. I mean, he sort of like scratches his head and says, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. I don't think there's, uh, there may not be a trap here. Is there any <laughs> trap with the trunk or the uh, chest? Okay, so uh, with the trunk. Uh, you watch him again, kind of like angle his rapier at a strange angle and kind of give it a couple pokes and a tweak and pop the trunk opens up. And inside, you can see it's filled with a bunch of dresses and gowns. Uh, they look to be, you know, nice clothing. You can see it. Uh, and on the chest, the rotted wooden chest. Um, Omar begins kind of prodding at it in an attempt to sort of like pop the mechanism open and all of a sudden the thing just kind of collapses and falls apart and its contents just spill all over the floor. Uh, and you see um, 10 pieces of jewelry and what looked to be about 500 gold pieces uh, kind of spilling out onto the floor. And each of these pieces of jewelry is worth 250 gold. Wow. Um. It's a awesome boatload of money, dude. Yeah. So awesome. At this point, you found think, the treasury. Yeah, I think Kerr is going to step forward, and he goes, "All of these things. Uh, these all would hold in person would hold uh, importance to someone in uh, life. The dresses, the life size pony, the chariot." The jewels, they're all leftovers from Strahd. This is what he had in his life and what they meant to them. There's a child-sized coffin of a cat. It, this is someone's life. If not Strahd, it's our lich. So we should be careful with this. Some of this might actually have sentimental value we can use later on to distract him if we go to the combat, but we need to be very careful about all these things because some of them are trapped mm -hmm. and some of them may be cursed or the rest. We should just like go careful here and, and take what we need, come back for the rest later if we, if we can. But the important items are something that would trigger yeah. a reaction. Yeah. The other thing I want so, to say to everybody is with all these gems, uh, gather up the gems that we have. If we can, I, um, Turgo has a bunch of sacks so we can put the coins in sacks once we identify them. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna go to the far end by the door and designate an area where we can stack it all up. And mm -hmm. I'm going to 
pull out the amber gems that we found earlier and uh, sort of mark off five points of a star. And I have a spell that's going to Widow Gasp's Amber Chamber of something, something. And um, what I can do is basically we can put like 500 pounds, which is 25,000 coins in a secret pocket elsewhere. So that's and then a dimensional can, pocket. Yeah. So that's yeah, our so bag can, of holding. Great. So we can walk out of here with all of this as opposed to trying to figure out how we're going to bring 12,000 silver pieces back to town. So let's identify what we have and then we can um, take that the coins and all that stuff and put it in the chamber and then we can carry the other stuff out. Sounds good. We still have a door to the south we haven't even cracked, which yeah, I'm worried yeah. about. So let's let's quickly loot the rest of this because loot, uh protect magic. I need silver. I need all the silver I can get. Yeah. I mean we should do a short rest here while everyone else is trying to like get that and try to bring up some of our the points yep. in that you can and then loot it before we open that southern sure. door yeah. and i think we're gonna have to call it before too late here because can we find out what's in this the is a good, three piles? this is a good place to rest i'll i'll, I'll describe right. what's in the piles um okay and then let's assume that you know you spend enough time that uh you're able to identify and disarm many of the other traps that may have been in this room okay they're all kind of just like nasty little stabby warnings mm -hmm. Uh, if you're going to stay and rest and, and do that, you probably have enough time to. Um, at least our uh, breastplate would, our breastplate would help on the uh, traps. At least we take half damage off. <laughs> Didn't do on the magic over shit, but you know. Yeah. Um, so the fight's over. Mm. Oh really? Yay! <laughs> yeah, they turn off. See, they're good for one fight. However long the fight lasts is oh. irrelevant. But once the fight's over, then they kind of like. Uh. That's Anyways, um, if somebody wants to write this down, pile do. one, pile one is curves. Uh, mm -hmm. So 17,500 copper. Wow. 30, 50 piece gemstones. So various agates and amethysts and malachites and sandstones. Sorry, it was 30 times 50 gold? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. We're um, rich right there. So I'll tell you all the good things and then I'll tell you all the junk at the end. So, okay. and then there's the child-sized sarcophagus, mm -hmm. uh, which is, the cat, uh, you know, big, cat with cows in. So that's a 250 gold uh, ornate little box, basically. Uh, in pile two, there's 12,000 silver. Silvered rapier with a pink glass hilt. Is it magical? Uh, it's not, not magical, no. It's just a... Cool little weapon. Uh, and the Gilded Chariot, which is 750 gold. But it's massive. It's big, yeah. So you'd have to, like, well, I guess you, it's a chariot. So you could, like, put all your shit in it and use it as sort of like a wheelbarrow or a cart and pull it behind you. Right. Uh, how much was the silver drapier for? Um, it doesn't have a price. So we can save that for later. Okay. Uh, so pile three has 6,600 Electrum. Wow. Coin stamped with the profile of visage of Strahd. Stamp coin. Gotcha. Uh, 75 empty bottles. Wine bottles, little vials, big vials, just 
basically this kind of like yard sale of bottles of various sizes and stoppered corks inside and, and nothing mm-hmm. else really inside them. They're all empty. Uh, you find the trunk that uh, you're able to pop open. There's six fine dresses and gowns worth 25 gold each. Uh, also, that. that seems so, important. So there was the, oh, that would have been, yeah, wasn't the, uh, the abbot's wife was looking for a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, the rotted wooden chest spilled its contents inside were 10 pieces of jewelry worth 250 gold each. So ornate like necklaces with rubies and pearls and, and kind of just like the really fabulous little necklaces. Um, and then also 500 gold. Sorry, how much were the necklaces worth? 250. 250, yeah. And then also eight painted ceramic statues of saints. So these each weigh 50 pounds and they're worth 250 gold each. So 400 pounds worth of pottery. And it's pile three. So in pile four, uh, this large pile of iron ingots. So it's 2,500 pounds worth of iron, collectively worth 250 gold. Uh, Strewn about is 30 holy symbols with five gold each. That was 45 pounds of iron? 2,500. So it's like a heap of metal. Thousands. Just a ton of of iron. Okay. and then a set of 12 copper chalices with silver filigree worth 25 gold each. What? It's the treasure room. Wow, this is great. And this is the coolest thing, a gilded skull with red garnets in its eye sockets, 250 mm. gold. Is it magical? No, none of this stuff is magical. What? Ornamental okay. and pretty. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to let uh, Keith and Brent just uh, loot all of this, but whatever's in pile f- number five, that's the only thing I'm interested in. So that's what I was going to read next. <laughs> it's pile five. There's uh, 9,000 silver. Six non-magical crystal balls with 20 gold each. Bronze crown with tiny gemite dragons for spires worth 750 gold. So you have a funky little hat. Life size wooden pony worth 25 gold. And six marble, six marble vases worth 100 gold each and weighing six, uh, weighing 100 pounds each. So six marble what? Vase. Like, Massive, massive pounds each. So some, yeah, some bunch of stonework. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do with this? I know. Good question. Do any of them turn out magical mayonnaise? The pot. And then in pile six, seven thousand wooden coins that have been painted the color gold are essentially wood worthless. Fifteen thousand copper in fifteen iron pots. <laughs> An obsidian scepter with gold filigree worth 2,500 gold. Damn. (coughs) And 15 thin leather bound books. All of them signed copies of a storybook called Snow Dwarf and the Seven Whites. 
<laughs> is it magical? 15 books of the same thing? Is it 15 copies, book? 15 signed copies of the storybook. Door from the Seven Whites by Nitch Rackme. Nitch Rackme. That is all of the treasure in this room. That name. Sorry, can you say familiar. that here? Seven. Say the name of the book and the, the author again. Uh, uh, Snow Dwarf and the Seven Whites. We have to ask our Lich about that. I think that's his. And the author is Mitch Rackme. Wow, that's awesome. That is where we'll leave it. That is okay. a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll assess the uh, coinage and put that in the. Uh, Amber mm -hmm. Temple, and then we can divide up the other stuff as far as who can carry. But then we'll mm. turn. I think that like the scepter and the symbols, like the holy symbols, would probably be useful at some point in time. We should all. Yeah, they feel like they were like taken off of like victims and left to pile. I feel like it's like each of these things in here have a story behind it, and I feel like he's kept them for sentimental value, so we can use it against them later on. Maybe, but I don't know how. So, um, hold on. So you did Hydra, an ancient red dragon, mm -hmm. six vampire spawn, a statue. Is there anything else that you fought in the Exothanters library? Uh, oh, that's it. That sounds that's about it. right. The first thing was the Hydra, right? Yeah, I kind, I kind of blacked out after the dragon. That was just like, woo! Sure. Okay. <laughs> cool. 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 We got uh, to fight a dragon in Dungeons and Dragons. That's all I wanted. <laughs> and we killed him. Yes. Okay. Might have had cool. a little help, but yeah. So yeah, so let's leave it there. Uh, okay. Figure out what to do with the treasure. Oh, it's such a great thing to be on a Thursday night. Yeah. Thanks, we'll have gentlemen. To text back and forth to figure out how to do it. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, Greg. Right, guys. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk yeah. more tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. And a uh, big uh, apology to uh, Matt Mercer, our guest, for not coming on tonight. We uh, got bumped. So, next week. <laughs> show. Every time is a no next show. He's, he just, you know, we got busy. So, another time. Ciao, boys. Okay. See you. Bye, guys. Thank you, Carl.